Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens, science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 12, Episode 15, The Alien Discs. There was a lot of weird pronunciation on this one. Yisks and that other guy. Oh, the Scottish guy? Oh, man. He was quite a hawk. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm still going. And he, he, still was, going. he was a hunk, but he wasn't hunky enough that he didn't, like, really start annoying me because they overused him mm-hmm. a lot in this episode. Old brand. Cause, yeah, because there's also, like, the, who the fuck's this guy coming in here? Like, right. Don't We already have, uh, what is his name, Edwin Darwin, the liver lips dude, for all mm-hmm. the ink and... Right. Mayan shit, you know? It's like, just have him on here. It's like, why do I have this guy's, oh, I'm like a college professor trying to impress <laughs> everyone, or I don't know. It's like, you can tell it was probably his first time on TV. Yeah. Oh, I'm giving a lecture. It's like, just talk. Just talk yeah. normal, okay. stupid. Okay. <laughs> Get Come back on, to your Lockie. country. Okay, now, we need to take about a 45-minute break. We start almost started getting into the show. We yeah. can't do that right, right, for right. about an hour. Maybe. So <laughs> yeah. we have a... we Turn have a, Come back. Freshen yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll cut this as we do the show. There we go. Back. Yes. Then we'll come back and yes. do a recap of our lives. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of our lives, welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens, where we break down each and every episode of the History Channel show, Ancient Aliens, and... Uh, Critique it as needed, as wanted, as desired. Um, despite being big fans of the show and really interested in the subject, uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, where for $5 a month, far, fire the fart, $5, for, for five farts <laughs> per month. No. We will do fart videos, <laughs> right. uh, fart dollar videos. Sandal farts. Exactly. When your feet are a little <laughs> wet, you know. Exactly. In this, uh, it's a slant <laughs> sandal flop genre. Is a slant genre, <laughs> uh, but yeah, at the five dollar tier a month or more, you will get access to at least two exclusive podcasts, uh, probing deeper, where we talk about uh, subjects uh, akin to this show, but a few yeah. knuckles deeper, and then uh, adventurous ghosts, our ghost adventures podcast, which is just like this show, but about the Travel Channel show, Ghost Adventures, right, with Zach Reagans and crews. Uh, I know it's Bagans. Don't don't at me. Okay. <laughs> don't at me. Legions of Twitter followers. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, there's uh, about 50 episodes of content on there. I think I uploaded number 49 or 50, which was our recent review discussion of um, the Caroline Corey, uh, quote unquote, documentary "Superhuman: The Invisible Force Made Visible" or something. Or something. The yeah. Invisible World Made Visible or something. Basically, just exploring. Cosmic consciousness, psychic powers, but through the mind of a of a kind of Linda Moulton Howe meets a Sedona, Arizona priestess kind of chick, like like right, a right. you know she had it more together exactly, and yeah, um, a younger Howell exactly, yeah, <laughs> not fully blown out from all the plastic surgery, mm-hmm. which again it's always weird, but when on these her way people, for yeah, sure. Oh yeah, she's yes. blowing out. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like when you watch an accident, you're like they're about to hit the wall, yes. they're about to hit, and then boom, they go, and then I'm out to blow out exactly off my zipper. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. God, I hope there's kids and dogs in that car. <laughs> soft bread, soft bread. Um, yeah, we talked about that on the on the episode but it is it's a fascinating thing like the the contact in the desert people the the linda moulton house of the world the caroline Corys of the world these are supposed to be people that are all about like content and character and the right. story and like reality person and yes 
<laughs> nothing else matters right. but just that. I'm here for just the facts. I really yeah. want to explore beyond the surface level. Everything's yeah. beyond the surface level, and yet they're the most surface level people because they're insanely insecure about their looks right. and personal Pulling appearance. Their face back. So they're having yes, they, and they were already. Chuck. Linda Moulton Howe was like a very pretty lady, and she probably would have aged pretty well because they show pictures of her in the '70s on this show. And you're like, oh, she's like a cute, plucky little, yeah, uh, you know, tomato. No, like like a journalist, right? She was an actual journalist and looked like a normally attractive American woman. And then now she looks like the fucking Joker. Or she had, she tried. It looks like she tried not Brand right. X because that's yeah. the, what they were saying was not good. What what's the stuff there you using? I don't know. Is it in Batman? Something joke related? Like Joker fluid or something? No. <laughs> you know, Joker cum. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Because it's gas. Yeah. Is it something just super basic? Yeah. And I just remember, but I just remember Nicholson going like, she must have tried brand X or right, whatever. Right, and right. I don't know. But uh... soft brand. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence. Oh, yes. Boom, boom, boom. Geese and black. <laughs> Birdie uh, trees. Soft bread. Yeah. <laughs> Eating in the park. <laughs> What I see, <laughs> uh, it's just him pulling the thing off the tree, but doing yeah, the yeah, dance yeah. when he has the paintbrush. Just the long neck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Sorry, um, we're doing. Keep referencing the geese gif yes, meme where yes. they're eating yes. soft bread. Oh like, yes, soft fucking bread. <laughs> um, Is it soft bread? Because I think I say soft bread. It's just all yes it's, bread. It's, it's uh it's all yes breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah. And but I yes, keep you've, going. You've completely reformulated in our minds that yeah. it's just soft, soft bread. bread. Soft bread. Because <laughs> you're kind of doing the accent of like the Turkish guy from the other gif. Right, right. Who's doing the, oh yes. It's like eating <laughs> yeah. an olive off the tree or whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's a, it's an interesting level of hypocrisy that all these people who are about the inner self are right. actually obsessed with their outer self right. more. Because then he, he, she did a panel with Travis Taylor because mm-hmm. he's all about the quantum mechanics and that's kind of what this is all about. An official alien con panel. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which I think uh, is tomorrow. I don't know if we're going to watch it. I don't but, know, probably not. Um, it doesn't, because I'm like, I'd, I've already seen just Travis Taylor without having to waste time with Caroline Corey, mm. you know. But yeah, it's, you, like you said when we were watching it the other day, it's like, it's like, it's the secret, which is the power of positive thinking. The power of intent right. allows you to unlock your quantum computing based into reality. Right, psychic powers, telekinesis. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I actually think it was a really good episode, despite the sh- the, well, the actual documentary being dumb. Well, Bandy said he listened, so if anyone has oh. any concerns, we checked all the boxes. There we go. Thank West you. Coast elitism, yes. Localization, a bunch of other shit. West I Coast can't geekism. Remember. I feel like. <laughs> Was did you he Bo Bandy wrote that in a cast box review or was that a I think it was here or no it was a cast box review I think was and it, then, it was either then he's or kept cast us box. he's kept us yeah, honest exactly. in the Twitch chat we're here. checking so, so and speaking of the Twitch chat oh god the Twitch twat yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys are all the Twitch twats in there no um, listen to the show when we record usually on Monday nights uh, occasionally on other nights but we'll uh, follow our Instagram and Instagram.com slash probing ancient aliens and. Uh, uh, get our stories on there, our Nori stories, uh, where we promote when we're recording. Usually, again, Monday nights, um, and uh, you can you can chat along with us on Twitch and see our faces and some of our bodies uh, while we record the episode yeah. that only 
that audio listeners only get to imagine what right. we look like. Well, and it's kind of like calling into a show. Like, you yeah, know, we engage with the chatters, obviously. Mm-hmm. So that way you can write your questions, yeah. comments, concerns. You yeah. can talk to each other. Uh, no one usually does. You can mostly talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, now, I, ha- I forgot to, well, I wrote them back a couple times, but Charlie Smith, one of our, our longtime UK um, fan alos, he is really obsessed with us starting a Discord to the point where I'm like, right. I don't understand a it. Just, just start it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just start it for us. But because uh, uh, he showed me an example of some some content creation group that has a Patreon where they give Discord rewards. Okay. Like, hey, oh, here's perfect. access to the Discord, yeah. and then you can get these. And I'm like, right. but then I try to ask him, like, okay, are the rewards just that you get access to the Discord? Are there other rewards? And he just wrote... Uh, ha ha, yeah. He, he just wrote <laughs> he wrote that and a thousand other things, and I was like, I'm trying to ask you, right. I don't understand what Discord is. I think it's a chat app, but also a forum, or both, right, or like neither. I don't know. Um, if someone could give us a YouTube video that is like, in five minutes or less, explain what Discord is to us, that yeah. would be great. And don't send us the, you could just Google it yourself, asshole link. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but let me Google that for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but Wayne, says he did leave it on Apple Podcasts and it his probing manifesto. There we go. Um, and West Coast Geek just wrote two glorps, and I don't know what he means by that. I guess we're two glorps that you I can guess. see on Twitch. Maybe, yeah. Um, I'm about to tear into West Coast Geek right now. <laughs> <laughs> tear right into his asshole. I did spend a whole... Well, we'll get into it later. But, yeah. <laughs> I did spend a hole with him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a hole for a hole. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, maybe we'll have a Discord in the future. Maybe we'll have T-shirts in the future. We're still working on that. Uh, maybe I'll fill out the information <laughs> to get to get paid $60. for our advertising. <laughs> our Twitch has officially paid um, us money, so thank you for all yes. the Twitch subprime people, yeah. everyone watching those weird ads. I don't even know what you're seeing. Right. But we did get paid. Uh, if you'd like to be the newest nice member of the Ku Klux Klan, Hambla, <laughs> we're not killers. Clanbla, <laughs> Mister Show. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, thank you everyone out there for streaming, watching, yeah. uh, subbing to us mm-hmm. as you should. Yeah, um, you you have been struggling because Twitch's of Twitch's abhorrent user interface. Right, you've been struggling. Yeah, you've been trying to find out what our balance, like if we've been making money from this stuff and where it goes and whatever, and then all of a sudden they just said, "Hey, here's this amount of money in your account or whatever." Like Like, we're talking three figures, (laughs) baby. (laughs) Uh, I'm not gonna say if there's decimal points, but (laughs) uh, now. Did you already like hook up a PayPal to it or whatever? I did. It's just my PayPal. So is it mine. so is is it still wow. did at least the email go in the future check here for your balance or something or do you still not I know? don't think so. No, it just <laughs> straight it. up just was <laughs> not Here's your number all. that wow. we sent you and then PayPal saying, "Hey, you've got money." So <laughs> That's I was like, so okay. weird. <laughs> so anyways, I'm sure it's out there but whatever. We should start a Discord just to answer that exactly. question, yeah. Yeah, how to get paid on. It's the how people can help us. Discord. Find out how yeah, much. not about no content about the show allowed. No, absolutely. If not. you can moderate Discord like that, right, I don't right, know. Right, right, so. right. Well, well, it's one of the ninety-nine things you can do, right. or nine hundred ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like how many ghosts are in the haunted mansion, and you could be number one thousand. Exactly. That's a direct quote. <laughs> There's my way, <laughs> or the highway, yeah, or the and byways, just, and then it's just Lightning McQueen's spirit is, and then he hangs himself from exactly. the roof of the haunted mansion. Right. With, and he's just well, well hung. Yes. <laughs> Uh, or I guess Lightning McQueen would have slid his wrists, just yeah. like Owen Wilson tried to slit so his wrists his in real life. Yes, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> and he eats exhaust pipes, and that's what he's known for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what now? What if? 
I mean, totally toilet 12-year-old humor. But, like, so if anyone's been on the Haunted Mansion, I don't know, Bob Andy, and your weird Florida land, what it's like. But, and, oh, well, West that. Coast Geek knows, too. The one in Florida actually is a kind of a scarier outside well, mansion. I'm going to get to, is it the same entry with the dumb elevator and the, the pitcher yeah, stretch? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what if there was just a giant cock, and then one person had just giant boobs, and you're like, right. oh, these are young, hot people, and then it's just Orch Joey standing there. My balls. And the balls just like, <laughs> are constantly going down, and then you yeah. finally see the toilet, yeah, yeah. and it's a splash. You can see, the top of the portrait is just like, you can see, like so, it looks like someone's eyes are wearing sunglasses, well, <laughs> and then it's just the actual ball skin right. stretches out, you realize yeah. it's, I'm Roman soldier helmet. Yeah. The well, I'm thinking it's like you're sitting down, like, <laughs> yeah. happy looking, like, oh, you're Over at a, a gravestone, bench, yeah. But... Park bench, but then it's you on a toilet and just like the drain all the way. Down. Yeah, I'm on a throne, but then it turns yeah. into the throne. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm shitting in someone's right, mouth right, with right, their right. mouth. Yeah. That's uh, a whole nother. Portrait. The hentai style, the yeah. nose things that hold the nose open, so they have to smell. Yeah. And then the mouth gaper thing. Yeah, that's during uh, Mickey Mouse's uh, haunted uh, hayride section during right. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. When they make it a little more spooky. <laughs> and what, yeah, I don't know. Or I'm boogie, assuming the boogie's bad. I was going to say, I think the floor is also boogie okay. boogie, right? To, uh, to, uh, I was going to well, say, Tom goes to the mayor. Well, Tim Burton's just, Night Before Christmas. Nightmare. Well, that's at a certain time of year. It turns to mm-hmm. that. But I was more like during uh, Halloween when they do the Mickey and Friends, like. Oh, the trick or treat thing. Trick or treat that you've trolled bullshit. for many years. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. nephew wants to go. Sovereign. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sweet treats, sweet and treats. All those kids' soft loaves. Exactly. Walking around in their panties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one time at Disneyland I can wear just panties exactly. and get away with it because it's my costume. Yes. Well, and yeah. it's a it's a curse because you're not you're not just a pedo. You only want the perfect. You only want a trap pedo. So you have to find really progressive parents. Yeah. Who are of course not going to let you sexually molest their kid. Right. But they're the ones that have the gender fluid kids that he's like, ooh, like a well, mm. it, and it's more that the trap, ooh, like a mm. the trap. <laughs> <laughs> it is the parents themselves. Yes, that exactly. they're they're putting it on like they're adults. Yes, and then they play it up. Like it's a double trap. Things. Yeah, it's yes. like it's a whole mind fuck that. Right, right. I wish I didn't have this this sickness, <laughs> yes. but it's not that I can do. So yeah. I'm sorry. It's fine. You're part of those Twitter yeah. map groups, the minor attracted persons right, groups. Right, right, right. I just they're yeah. all 500 year old demons. My exactly. Friend. Anyway, yeah. let's pivot. Yeah. Uh, do we have any new Patreons to sponsor today? Um, I think this should technically be the Chris Coggins-sponsored uh, How You Doing segment. Because I think we mentioned Chris, our newest patron, on the Patreon episode. But I don't think he had patronized us until Tuesday or something, until after we recorded last week. So yeah. just for the hell of it, we'll call out uh, Chris Coggins, our newest patron. Chris Coggins and I and you are asking each other, how are we you doing? I'm. How's doing- your Wii U? My Wii U is in a plastic bin. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't been used in probably close to ten years. If I had to guess, so you bought but, a Wii U, right? That was the first one. No, the Wii U no. was the one with the shitty tablet that, that was the successor to the Wii. Never mind, I don't own yes. one, <laughs> so mine's nowhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm doing good. I did, uh, as I say, aforementioned. Uh, you shared a hole or spent a hole. Spent with a whole weekend Geek. with West Coast Geek and uh, Chappy Fat, uh-huh. my cousin Brian Ding Dong. Mm-hmm. Uh, went up to old Lake Nascimento again. <laughs> it was now when you tagged it uh, on, I think beer they're drunk. That's Instagram mm-hmm. and your own. Uh, it looks like it's pronounced. It's pronounced Nascimento, and you're saying Nascimento. Nascimento, but it's, it's N A C I 
N-A-C-I-M-I-E-N-T-O. So I think it's nacimiento. No. <laughs> How, but where's the ya? It's Spanish. <laughs> Is nacimiento. I, yeah. Everyone's calls it nasi, nacimiento. That's just how you. So there's and, the, and if you if you look up a, the Spanish term for a nacimiento, yeah, that's the uh, like the Christ scene or something like that is a nacimiento. Oh, like his death, the crucifixion scene. No, 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 no. It's like the the manger scene. Oh, the nativity. Nativity. Got sorry. it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh anyways, we were out there. A UT. <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, all those Patreon bucks uh-huh. paying that big old Kawasaki <laughs> mule. Um, yeah, no, it was a good time. Uh, I built a Harbor Freight 10x10 portable mm-hmm. shed up there with old Chappie Fat and West Coast Geek. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about 108 at one point, maybe mm-hmm. 10. There was a thunderstorm that passed through. Thank God the rain at least didn't hit, but it was just humid as fuck. There was, was there lightning too? Uh, I didn't see any, but people said they saw it, but I heard there's like a few good thunder claps for yeah. sure. Just making it clap. Booty claps. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was hot and miserable, but overall it's a good time. Uh, <laughs> cause at least you're, are, we were able to jump in the water and, and cause yeah. it wasn't like lightning and rain to where you couldn't even go in the lake and it was right, hot right. and disgusting. That's what I was going to say. Like, like um, when you're in Vegas or a lot of places that have lightning storms, yeah. they're like, Oh, the pool's closed. Cause you exactly. might get fucking electromocuted in there right 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 so um no it was cool to uh get that all done uh west coast geek showed me a terrible movie Mm -hmm. which i don't know if you've heard of but it was paul walker's first movie and who's the girl from wild things married to charlie sheen at one point oh oh god neff campbell's the other chick from party of five who's in wild things right it's uh not daphne the fuck is her name? I yeah. just blanked on her name. Yeah, yeah. She was in uh, Starship Troopers and all that shit, too. Right, 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 right. So it was her first movie. Right. And it was like Tina or Terry and the T-Rex. Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Uh, <laughs> like Terry and the T-Rex or something. Oh, that actually like went by on Amazon or something a few weeks ago. And oh, my wife oh, was like, oh, we should watch too. that. Uh, yeah, so he has the physical copy. So we watch it. It's like... Just one of those super shitty, shitty movies that yeah. you're like, it's a true, which How Did This Get Made hasn't done, yeah. but it is a true, like, what the fuck, where West Coast Geek said, like, the producer somehow had a friend who had this electronic, like, mechanical dinosaur for a week, because uh-huh. they were helping transport it from, like, <laughs> the manufacturer or someone to some fucking museum or some okay. experience, so, like, let's make a movie, and it's, like, so They made a movie around this thing? Around this thing, which basically... <laughs> <laughs> no spoil it. Tammy and the T-Rex, you dumb fuck, is what West Coast Geek says. 10 out of 10. I thought that's it's what terrible. you said. I, maybe I said Terry. Maybe Tranny and the T-Rex? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we he, watched that He after. sold it up that the T-Rex fucks her, and it doesn't. Oh. But it does have these hands. So basically, without <laughs> any spoilers. It doesn't have these creep hands. Yeah. Oh, it's the Mac and Me director. So you know oh, how wow. that movie is. Oh, wow. Um, Big fan of animatronics. Right, right, right. <laughs> so without spoiler alert, close your fucking thing for, you know, uh, 60 seconds. They basically transfer Paul Walker's brain and consciousness into this T-Rex, uh, and then he goes and wrecks people. Okay. But then his hands work, so he can do this, but then everything else is, like, animatronic. <laughs> it's just, like, so shitty. So human hands are in, like, a costume thing. In a thing that you only see the still, hands, oh and God. then it's, like, the T-Rex, like, uh, eyes and mouth. and So he can still wreck her pussy. Right. Well, he doesn't actually bubble. fuck her. Yeah. Like, to a certain extent, he does at the end, but 
<laughs> I won't go into how or why. That's a true spoiler. That's the spoiler. Okay. Uh, you do see Denise Richards in like lingerie mm. at the very end. But apparently it's supposed to be a kid's movie, but this oh. is like the director's cut, which is like blood and chewing up people and like oh. random shit. So okay. it was it was okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like Now, is this a standard definition DVD player on TV up there, or do you got HD up there? Oh, I got a Blu-ray. Oh, okay. TV and player, my got friend. Uh, so fuck you. Come on. <laughs> um, but anyways, long story short, yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we finished off the stupid tent, had to seal it all up like crazy because the vermin like to go in there and live on your shit. Yeah. So had to make sure they didn't chew it up. You bought Talk one of the, the the gore. The gore. I already did. You uh so you bought one of the classic man things, mm-hmm. a vehicle. Yeah. Off-road, uh, pure off. That you then needed to buy other things to Soft preserve bread. it. Yeah. That's exactly. the classic classic oh, yeah. dad move or midlife crisis move well i'm a <laughs> couple old that. guys it's like fine. us yeah <laughs> uh i mean i've already well lived past half my life so right. um give me one sec there's gonna be sound for just a second we'll see if there's not an do we ad. want sand sand sound sound hold on uh but yeah that's the classic thing it's like okay you own it but what's the cost to own and it's like thankfully i can do a lot of work myself right so I won't have to, like, trailer it someplace to get it serviced, in theory. Right. Assuming nothing crazy breaks down. Pause for okay, one sec. Okay, so do you want to plug in, or? Okay. Nacimiento. 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 Oh, she's saying nacimiento. Nacimiento. That's what I was saying. Not nacimiento. 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 There we go. Uh, dyslexia rears its ugly head again. It's fine. That's what everyone um, says. So, but you've also told me that one of the neighbors over there screamed, "I will not wear <laughs> a representation of fear." Yeah, <laughs> in terms of math. So That's I'm fine. sure they're. I'm sure they're very big sticklers for their grammar right. and pronunciation. Most people call it like other nasty. culture words. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Nasty. Well, it's like also nasty. like people here. People call it Westminster, and it's Westminster. Exactly. No, that's what I said. Um, anyway, soft bread. Yeah. Um, so, how are you doing, Joe? How'd you handle the heat down here? It. Uh, I drank a lot. I did almost get sick because of the heat. Injury. Yeah, I had. Uh, I don't. I didn't get like. Last night was the oh, worst, sorry. but it was also just because like my family was over and we just ate a bunch and had dessert, and we're drinking and then had a stout. Uh, mm, that so chaos grade banana shake with dessert. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but uh, not too bad. It's just been fucking. Yeah. Even even with the AC. I was, we were drinking, not even heavily, but every night, close close until bedtime, and then I just noticed that, like, my heart rate is just 10, 10 beats higher per minute than it is, which, because it's, like, my body's processing all the sugar, and so it just, like, and then at, like, four in the morning, I, like, fucking pass out, because it finally cools down, and then I want to sleep, and then I feel like shit in the morning, but, right. um, which just means I gotta stop, I gotta have those few hours before yeah, you bedtime. you gotta break, you gotta know your, your limit, which sometimes yeah. it's tough when you're, like, having fun and whatever. Because sometimes you're hitting close to your limit, and then you get real tired and sleepy and relaxed, and you just want to go to bed. And then, right, you know. right. Um, I think that's when I'm most grumpy. Like, I can get grumpy when I'm hungry, but most grumpy when I'm, like, I have it in my mind that I'm leaving and going to bed now, and yeah. then something changes that, where they are a party, or people yep. don't want to leave, or want to move, whatever, but... Um, Same. Yeah, I. That's when it's like, no, I don't care what you want. I don't care about you pressuring me to stay. I don't care yeah. about party. I don't like. I want to go home and I want to fucking go to bed. Yeah, that's where I'm glad that two things. I'm glad that my wife 
uh, brought me a little more out of my shell. It sounds like a mouse, but there's just a bunch of fucking basketball shoes squeaking around on the TV over here. Yeah. So if anyone hears any squeaking, it's just ding dong by the over there. But, um, but, uh, which Bobini said, by the way, how is Matt Wayne Gacy? He's living his best life on his phone watching TV in the dark. Yeah. Um, I'm glad she got me out of my shell and like helped me to be a little more social, but at the same time, I'm glad that she's also turning turned a corner the past couple of years where she also is like, I got to go. It's I got to go home. Yeah. I'm done being social. Right. Let's go. Because we were first time together, especially yeah. like like most good hearted people, like they enjoy or get a little bit of energy from being around a ton of yeah. other people. Um, and if I'm up and in that, it's like yeah. once once that Ooh, once I up and in I'm like, oh, it's time. For, or everyone's like, yeah, we're winding. Down. I'm like, cool. I'm going to bed. And someone's yeah. like, no, come on. Let's. It's like, right. No, I just yes. want to go to bed. And it can be any time. Like, yes. it doesn't have to involve drinking. It's just like... Former guest of the show, uh, my sister Laura, from the Aliens and the Undead episode from season two, I think. Um, she is a classic social party peer pressure. Like, when you're at a party that she's even... Especially if she's hosting it, it's like, you gotta stay. You have to stay as long. And you have to do what everyone else does, too. Like, my family, half of my family will literally... It'll be two in the morning... Let's bring out Rock Band. And I'm like, I'm already here two hours past yeah. when I want to fucking be here. Exactly. I'm going. And like, then, of course, yeah, I'm an asshole for wanting to go worst. home. Yeah, exactly. That's a cl- classic situation of like, oh, hey, you're getting ready to go. Let's Okay, let's yes. go. Hey, where are you going? Uh-huh. I've got another three-hour event here. Right. No. It's like, no. And that's why I will just Irish goodbye. When 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 there's a, uh, a party attendance big enough, you know, I would say... Yeah. 30 or 25 to 30 or more people you can kind of slip out without That's people noticing easy, yeah. you know but well um, even a couple weeks ago when we went to your house for dinner we like got like moves the yeti cooler from your thing to my van yes yeah yeah you're like all right bye i was like oh should we say goodbye to your parents you're like uh, i guess like yeah. and we walked in <laughs> literally walked in hey bye all right bye and exactly yeah because because yeah. i've established at this point yeah and sarah my wife too is like is like we sh- she'll even text me like time to go because especially right, where right. they're sunday nights most of the time even if yeah, we're the there Sundays on, are rougher the saturday yeah. especially if you don't have anything going on like, like okay you can flex a little but even that. then like my wife and i are, are usually the ones in my family who aren't hung over and throwing up the next oh, yeah. morning because we didn't stay and drink till three in the morning right. and not drink water the whole time or yeah, something yeah. like that even gorse jorner's like there were times I would leave and you would stay till like one. Yes. Where yeah. I feel like now it's because he used to 10. also he no, used he to be like that too. But I'm just saying that's when I'd be like, nope, I've hit my yeah, I'm yeah. out of here. But I feel like even overall, when we hang out, yeah. it's like ten ish. Yeah, everyone's like everyone's like okay, let's go. Yeah, especially Dorsha's house is we have to drive yeah. back up right, north right. for it's like forty five minutes. Yeah. But um, but even still, like with with Dorsh, at least we're just sitting, we're just hanging out. Yeah, and yeah, talking not, and drinking. Yeah. It's not like karaoke time, rock band. I'm like, oh right, my right, god, everyone right. wants to fucking sing, yeah. and I don't. So, which for our next hangout, I will be doing some smoked spam masubis. Oh yeah, we're having so, a kind of a luau, luau thing. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I don't know. Fairly mellow. We went to Modern Times Saturday into Anaheim. Leisure Town at the Anaheim yeah. location, um, which you, is nice. You fell in the pool. Right, yeah, exactly. Just to get a quick dip in. Yes, I fell onto the the handicap uh, dunk tank dunk tank chair. <laughs> yeah, the dank tank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, God, we should pitch that to them. Like, yeah. if you guys are going to do a dunk tank, make it like some amount of beer and just call it the dank tank, right? Please. Um, or if you're too drunk and you just need a space to go chill out instead of the drunk tank, it's exactly. the dank tank. Yeah. Now, Modern Times had very strict rules for masks and things like that, and it's mostly an outdoor space, which they kind of yeah. lucked out doing that. 
But uh, well, that's the only way they're open. All their right. other locations are straight up. Get right. the fuck out of here. It, except for a couple that have patios or some shit. Or like well, I know that's what I'm saying, almost Portland has a do. roof. I think which probably right. only holds forty people or something. Yeah. So, um, but uh, but we were waiting in line around the front of the building because they were still only letting X amount of parties in, right. and it was very hot. But it was also in the shade, and so it, yeah, it sucks to wear a mask while you're in line like that. But Probably 80% of people, and these are all people 45 and under, so fairly young, hip people, right? who a lot of them just weren't wearing masks, and they, they were not six feet apart. Everyone was, like, waiting in line like it was a concert. And I'm yeah. like, I kind of want to get the fuck away from me, you know? Like, we yeah, kept yeah. kind of scooting in the middle well, of everyone. for the party, like, when we jumped in line with Thrillin, yeah. there were people up our ass and, like, That's true. Yeah, moving yeah. forward and all that stuff, yeah. where it's like, okay. You just right. realize how many people are... Regardless of fucking any weird truth or shit about COVID or whatever, you you realize how a lot of older people, like people getting towards middle age, are are the biggest babies. They oh, they yeah, refuse totally. to be uncomfortable for one second, mm-hmm. and then use freedom as an excuse. Right. Where I'm like, yes, it's hot and it kind of sucks, but also these are also people in far better shape than me. <laughs> Where right, I'm like, right, fuck right. you, dude. Like, I mean, I'm active and stuff, but I'm a big guy, and it's like if I can sit here. And breathe through this mask for a half hour while I wait till we get inside. Yeah, yeah. Like, so can you? You know, so you guys, yeah. you guys, some some of these people look like they came from a fucking triathlon. Right, right. You right, know, right. like they came to Leisure Town to look hot. Right, right. Uh, with Ooh. their hot husband yeah, and girlfriend, yeah, yeah. wife, whatever. You know, and it's like, okay, so you can do all that, but you can't put on this fucking mask. It's insane. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like my stepdad bitches and owns fuck mask, <laughs> but he wears Sorry, it at least. Mask. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one with the zipper. Well, Gail, yeah, she has. Yes. She puts on some pants. Yes. She was the biggest complainer in the beginning, too. So, oh, yeah. um, Well, but, Far Far Josh put on this weird gimp leather mask and went to Target. I think I saw that picture, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which would be hilarious if someone complained. He's like, hey, it's a face covering. Well, no, he said, if anything, people stayed actually far away. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there was some news story that happened this past week where it was like, you know, like the bandanas or the, the, yeah, or the gators people the wear? I'm meteor. like, oh. Yeah. Like, but like, uh, wait, you said meteor? Yeah, so go ahead and... Tell your point. And no, that was it. Like, you, but that's why I was. I'm saying. Oh, that's like the number one of the top ones is like because you can just like pull it over. Right, so right. That's the same thing that dumb fat Matt wore when we went to um, dinner a couple weeks ago. Yeah, because I wear it as a headband. Yeah, to hold yeah. My hair back, but you can technically wear it as a gator. Right, right. So, what was your point? The 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 story said that the actual some of the actual like uh, those lycra gators yeah. that are like not just a you know, the ones that go all the way around your neck like as a sock basically yeah yeah that's what like we for have. motorcycles yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah. that there's yeah they're saying that they make but did you do you know why why does it make it worse so that's what I was gonna say okay yeah. so that's why I made a media reference sorry I oh, jumped okay. your gun so I thought you were saying like hey the COVID's beefier when it comes out no. like it's meatier no no <laughs> <laughs> well technically yeah. so. Those are good, yeah, for like dust and whatever, yeah. keep the bugs out, right? But it's not really meant. So the biggest part you, or reason you wear a mask yeah. is to stop your wet from exactly. leaving your body, yeah. right? It, it'll let's, stop let's some both, shit. Let's both wear pants so that if we piss our pants, we're not pissing on each other. <laughs> but when he said, someone here is selling a mask with a pick of a spread open <laughs> ass. <laughs> that I will buy for a dollar. Um but yeah, so basically the point of a mask isn't to stop shit from entering your body. Right. Like, if it can make its way through yeah. all the shit, like, you're most likely going to get it from touching, touching right. your face, you know, licking your fingers, licking the floor, um, yes. you know, jerking off to the sandal flop bids and right. then getting mailed a sandal. And licking those sandals. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's most mostly about 
the wet because the the virus lives in your wet right. or spit yeah, in your yeah. saliva, your right? Which you're breathing out. I got the vapors. Yes. Um, so again, if you have a couple layers of that was cloth, like an old Cajun lady. That's the same. Oh, yeah, I got the vapors. Oh, got the vapors. <laughs> that's what I was doing. Yes. Oh, yeah. vapors. Um, it soaks through the mask, and then it's not going to like explode out right. into the air, right? So those like nice, like s- tight woven, whatever three layered cloth masks. That's yeah. why those actually work, and yes. that's why those p- hairdressers down in the south like had 150 people go through their salon. Right. No one got sick right. because they were wearing masks, right? Yeah. So the thing with the gator, it's like a single mesh hole because it's made to breathe oh, in, right? Yeah, yeah. It's made to breathe in, but stop like bigger particles like dirt, bugs, right, fucking right, right. dumb shit like that. So what happened, and this is the media reference, is what happens in all the dumb doomsday films with like a meteor is about to strike the earth. What oh. do they always say? Oh, Morgan Freeman's president. That's what they exactly. always say. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you do you know? Do you, you want to take a guess? I don't know. What, the, what do they always say in those movies? Yeah. That it's going to break apart in the atmosphere and destroy a bunch Make of places. Make things worse, yeah. right? So you can't just blow it up because right. now you have a million oh, yeah. meteors. If they shoot a rocket at it, it, it's too close. It'll blow up and whatever. Right. Yeah. So then you have to deal with all these little particles, yeah, yeah. and that will fuck everything up because right. now you just took you know a single bullet and a turned mile it into wide, yeah. a shotgun <laughs> right. shell. A mile-wide meteor broken up into... 17th mile wide meteors is still going to fuck up more places if on the any, planet yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it does. It takes your big particles yeah. and it runs it through this oh. little grate and then shocks them So now they're lighter and go little out more. bigger. Oh, that makes you know, sense. Litter, more, litter, litter, <laughs> smaller. It breaks it up into literature. So yeah, it's a too rough out there. Uh, but smaller parts that then can yeah, fly even further. That makes so sense. Okay. It actually is interesting worse to do that. And then not that same physics based thing, but then they're like. The sucky thing, because everyone thought they were doing a good job, is having the mask with the vent on them. Right. But they're like, no. Same thing, the 95s yes, and those it does. Weird it's, little it's, side it makes it cooler yeah. to breathe out, but you're still, but now it's breathing so out it's all the shit. It's the actual purpose. It's of that only, yeah, exactly. So um, you just can't win with this coronavirus, huh? That's why it's the king. That's why it's not real. <laughs> and I will not be scared of it. I will win. I am champion. I am strong boy. I am good boy. I eat all my fruits and vegetables and my meat. Meteor. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we so didn't really. Yes, <laughs> we, did, we didn't really beat the heat. Uh, beat I, off the heat. I disc golfed three times. Well, you three, said everyone from Friday to Sunday hung out because you could beat the heat at your place. Yeah, hey, only when we were home at our house. We have our nice central AC. But someone else fucked up their house. Yeah, my uh, my stepdad. Who doesn't clean? He never changes the filter. He Talk never about masks. He huh? never services um, his air conditioner. About every three years, it shits the bed because it's just full of gunk. And he somehow thinks that's going to just keep happening anyway. So why spend the two hundred bucks when I'm going to spend a thousand bucks? I'm like Eric, Barrett. Two hundred okay? bucks every year. Right. <laughs> it's like even if you spent two hundred bucks a year, which you won't if you just right. change the filter. Right. That's that, and you're doing it every three years. You're still saving four hundred dollars, right, <laughs> you know. Right. Every how's that windstar? Three years, that, bro? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but he's just, yeah, he's extremely stubborn. He was shocked when I said, "Yeah, I replace my my air filters uh, every two or three months when we're using the AC every fucking yeah, during day. the summer months, you know, because it takes two minutes. It's really not. It's other than getting a right. stepladder out, it's not that difficult. Any Home Depot, Lowe's, right. whatever. You can order them How on subscription at Amazon. I get a three pack. Of each of, I have two sizes, one intake downstairs, one okay. intake upstairs. The downstairs one is a three-pack, and it's the gnarly, like, HEPA-rated one. The three-pack is $17. It's the smaller one. 
and the huge three pack for like the big intake upstairs is thirty five dollars for the three pack. So how's that two hundred dollars? No, he's saying no, to I get just... to get your to get a guy to come out to service because if like but can't but but changing them is servicing it. Yes, right. there's also Total, other shit. It's preventative. Yeah, there's other shit where they'll be like, they'll make sure like all the screws are bolted in, or your fucking f- yeah. Freon is charged, or whatever that shit is. Right. But uh, but usually it's like less than two hundred bucks, and it's like, hey, you're good for another two or three years. See you later. So is my UTV in your AC and filters West Coast elitism as well? Is yes. that one of the boxes? Or oh, I'm sure Bobandy well, has. Yeah. In that ugh, in that wet, wet, wet weather out there, those thicky sty weather, thicky sticky thigh weather. <laughs> Uh, he's is. got that AC blowing all the time. Oh yeah, and a pool. Yes. Um, now, With the in it. now some people like swamp coolers, but I find them to be disgusting because they smell oh. like sweat. I thought you were gonna say a swamp ass mm. joke. Swamp <laughs> coolers do create swamp ass. Yeah, because uh, that's just like ice in a fan <laughs> that used blows out cool yeah. air. It's it, better it, in drier scenarios. Yeah, like at the lake and stuff. Right. On right. average, when it's not super humid like yeah. it was. That it actually works really well. But yeah, if it's already kind of humid, yeah. it's layering up the humidity. Uh, Layer yeah. handling up. Exactly. So. Um, but, uh, and Prime, also, he Prime didn't want to change, my stepdad didn't want to change his AC forever because the bill was getting to be like 800 bucks because he had For a, a month. He had like a 25 year old AC. When I and had the new the ones shop. are so energy efficient, so he switched out and now he's saved. Six hundred or five hundred bucks a month every fucking month for the last two, you know, right. seven years. Or oh, something. but Bandy says he's running six hundred dollars hard yeah. for the next two months, and it's worth it. It is to be able to sleep. You got to keep those daughters dry. <laughs> <laughs> oh come uh, on! <laughs> hey, if Bandy wasn't listening, you would have keyed up on that thing, okay? <laughs> no, because you got to keep. You're them talking dry. about those daughters all the time, know, but man. I'm saying you want to keep them wet, baby. You're saying dry them out. That's not good. Keep I don't. I don't want them dripping. to be tempting to you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want bacteria. I don't want fungus. Yeah, those daughters belong to him. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you are mine. You are my possession. Uh, but yeah, even sleeping. Well, um, John Wayne Gacy over here mm-hmm. can't, and I can't run our ACs at the same time. Why? It blows Pop out the, the circuit? circuits. Yeah. Oh my god. So. Uh, we sounds have to like give a gentleman's handoff. Sounds like his uh, dad, the owner, comes over and does everything but what's needed <laughs> around the house. Well, I tried to install. He's painting a, over cracks. He's cutting grass. A, a two to three thick foot piece of wood <laughs> that would keep the the fuse on, so it couldn't switch. Oh on. my god! <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there yeah. who do stuff like that. He just that, needs though. to go to Home Depot and buy a couple gnarlier breakers and hook it up to that. It'll probably cost him $50. We're the breaker boys. Yes. Uh, well, that's like people who would jam pennies in their fuses back in the yes. day. But then it would blow up and actually get right. too hot. Exactly. So Catch I, don't, I don't mind messing with fuses and having them blow if, yeah. you know, if it's the right thing to do. Yeah, it's a hot fuse. So. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, there's been... The, the ufology oh. news does... Oh, Bandy did say he would sell one of his daughters to keep his uh, oh. AC going. <laughs> you know, if you do that, that's a lifetime membership yeah. to our Patreon. Yeah. No more Super Galactic Daddy yeah. or Ultra Daddy. And until... you, are, you are in-law daddy at that point. <laughs> you are my father-in-law. Yeah. Um, and that, that offer, that deal lasts until... That daughter mysteriously disappears under Steve's care. That that's <laughs> not saying she's dead, decide, but that's friend. that is yeah. for the courts to decide. Yes. You will still yeah. Once once they're gone, you're back to pain. Yes. And he'll make sure that it's back in Florida because in Florida they're gonna favor the man much more than the woman. Exactly. Not in California, all these commie crats out here. Right. They fucking believe anything <laughs> these dumb bitches yeah. say about right. a hard working man just trying to 
get a little pleasure after working his ass off all day. I mean, you know? a state that would let Tom Hanks move to Greece so he could openly be a pedophile? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Um, yeah, again, I, I think we talked about this on the Patreon episode, but I wonder if he got that idea from Big. I wonder if the movie Big turned him on where he's like, he was the kid, you right, know, and so right. now if he it can could be... happen to her via me. Maybe it could happen to me via her. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe it could happen to Vietnamese me. Exactly. <laughs> via me. Yes. Via, via children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the UFOlogy news has been consistent, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but and so all I think probably. You and I talked briefly about it, at least two of the podcasts that we reference all the time, Hysteria 51 and Somewhere in the Skies. There was a couple other ones, too, that they've all been doing just like a what's going on in the news episodes right right now. Right, right. Um, but it is crazy because I think even just a couple days ago, the Pentagon, in the past couple months, the Pentagon has admitted, yes, those craft in those videos that were released a couple year, leaked a couple years ago, we have no clue what they are. They are they are they leaked those Bob Craft videos where he was clearly probably getting a hand job and they admit yes. this is a massage parlor that gave a uh, happy endings. Right. Yeah. Um and um I was like did you Sorry. Kevin, <laughs> no, I was like I was like Kevin Costner. I was trying to think of all the other celebrities that got like Basically, got no, massage was, parlor uh, hand who's jobs. Who's that British guy? Who's uh, always talking like this and uh, who's uh, very charming? And Hugh, I was going to say Hugh Jackman. Yeah, it's Hugh a, E. Lewis. Yes. <laughs> hey, yeah, was good. Yeah, I don't Hugh know. Grant. <laughs> Hugh Grant. Yeah. yeah. Huge Grant. Huh. Um, oh, sex addict. Oh, oh, that was a Pino thing. Huge Grant. Um, Chris Mellon has a theory that they are mapping in detail Earth. I don't know what that means, but okay. can you please elaborate? And he's got those daughters that. and his wife in his ear, I think, right now. Uh, but um, who's Chris Malone? I don't know. Or Melon? Po- it's post um, dad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought he was related to uh, the Melons. Uh, oh, back to school. Chris Melon is one of the guys on Unidentified, the Lou oh. Elizondo show. Oh, okay. Yeah, because season two just came out oh, as well. Okay. Um, I still do want to finish that show. Oh, is um, it? Well, what? That that one and the Skinwalker Ranch. Exactly. Finish, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, no Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the news the news about coming out of the Pentagon has been pretty hot. Where it's again they've they've said, hey, all that shit, we don't know what it is. Yes, we had official files on them investigating them. Yes, we had task force and things like that. Yes, we we have officially reported that some craft could be considered off-world technology. There are materials. Or just something we don't know. Exactly. Which could be private or Pot- Or potentially off-world. Um, just the fact that they even have a term for that is pretty crazy, right. too. And then and now... Then, uh, it was and also Yas Queen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then just this past... The past few days, they said we're they're going to officially launch... Um, a task force to study these things, and well, it's like, and also that they never, they all, they've always had a UFO program. That exactly. Actually, they said it was gone, but then they're like, well, no, it's not really gone. Right. And so, that, and now they're sharing with the public, we're going to get back to actively investigating, which I think is half of a lie. I think they never stopped. Now right, they're just right. telling us we're doing yeah, it. It's back on the hey, books, baby. Hey, public, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck uh, the post office. Yeah. Uh, I used to just be that creepy guy at your window at night, but now. <laughs> You're going to have consent. You will feel I'm going to consent you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry I left a big consent all over the place. 
Um, trail of consent but it is it is really interesting of course there are people that are like nope this is all I mean they accuse that show unidentified of being a disinformation campaign yeah, yeah. Lou Elizondo Elizondo yeah. still Lou Nascimento active Nascimento actively working for the government yes actively yeah. part of disinformation right. and or uh, disclosure right yeah. um, but uh, but yeah it's like the news is that there's news like there's actual hard evidence coming out from government officials. So it is a pretty crazy time to be alive. Uh, to quote some... Hard on? To quote some, <laughs> to quote some shitty email from some moron that my wife showed me from her work. Shitty email um, from some moron. They, coined, they tried to coin the term, this, summer's, this summer's been a little COVID different. <laughs> like, hashtag COVID different. Like, everything's COVID changed this summer. So they're like, they tried to make a fucking... Okay, it's not even like a pun. Term. It's just exactly. like <laughs> just using the first letter. I'm like, uh, like, oh, it's, I, I've uh, uh, spent some time <laughs> at the Cove Inn. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, they Cove ID'd me at yeah. the door. Um, there's a lot of that dance that's going on in her company. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, but yeah, it is fascinating that during this time is what it's all coming out. That is the the thing that makes it seem. Suspect oh. in a way, it's like, why are they doing this now? You know, like, yeah. is it to give people hope? Is it to, is it because now the Pentagon well, is so fucking bored on Zoom meetings that they well, feel I like think they there's do just something? so much shit going on. They're like, let's just fucking go for it now, yeah, because who the fuck knows? Yeah. Also, it could be, oh, it's an election year, and Trump says he mm. was going to be the guy who's going to reveal aliens and what's out oh. there, and now it's happening. So hey, guys, he can't, he's not going back on his you know right. electoral promises and his original platform, right? Uh, so he can continue to be Emperor right, God like, King oh God. Trump. Yeah. yeah. So also funny thing, there's these like nice people, but whatever, mm-hmm. uh, at the lake, and like they did some. Their group of friends of them is probably like four or five mm-hmm. years old people. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, did work for someone up there, so then they're like, "Oh yeah, you can launch your jet skis and hang up out there at the lake." Oh, got it. And this guy was just talking about, you know, I, you know, welder, fucking run plates. Mm-hmm. This is all bullshit. Well, I, I moved out here from Philly, you know. Well, to, this is how he talked. Had to adjust had, to the water. He had he had to talk like this and yeah. uh, fucking. It's like subtly change. No, no. Well, I'm also trying to get. Into I know, it, no, and I know. You're fucking distracting me. <laughs> anyway, she was like, "Yeah, I'm just fucking." He was here. talking like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll, I'll stop. Ah, uh, anyways, there's like, yeah, there's fucking things, you know. I've I've only worn a mask like two times oh. this whole time. You know, oh. I just walk in looking. It's all bullshit. I mean, uh-huh. COVID's going to be over November fourth anyway, so who <laughs> fucking cares? And I heard multiple people starting to say that, yep. like, oh, yep. after yep. election day, it, it's over. Yep. It's all done because all these people are like, the damn said they can't believe they got away with it. Right. Trump says and that, and it's like, once it's over, the ex party will back off, and right. then it'll be done. Right. Right. So okay. Yeah. Um. What's yeah, that's that lake called? Lake Nascimento. <laughs> He's just trolling you now. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see what everyone says when when I, I'm guessing Trump is not going to be reelected. But I don't know. About but that. I, I, mean, I, I genuinely don't know. At I this don't know. Point. But uh, uh, grow snake here. But if he's not, yeah, that that's more interesting to me than if he is. Where it's like, how is then the narrative going to change in the world overall? You know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if like now, I don't know, it'll be, it'll be a very interesting time, but to what we were talking about earlier though, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's almost like people were like, oh, see, they're reporting it now because all the news is flooded with COVID news. 
So they're it's putting it under the radar. It's like, no, like that's not under the radar if they're officially releasing statements. Now it might be a little bit less, but there's no well, that, that's not a good point. Their whole point is that the Dems are just pushing COVID to fuck right. with Trump and right, they're right. just trying to like shut down the government right. and all this stuff where then Trump is all they're also saying Trump's like actively shutting down the USPS, so you can't vote by mail, right, and like right. all this crazy shit. Yeah, which is and all those Trump supporters are non-maskers and don't give a fuck, right. so they're the ones who will most likely show up to a poll. And then there's the oh, other thing. I was saying the Pentagon, though. Oh, I was Pentagon. saying like if, yeah, the, yeah. if the Pentagon, oh, like, pe- people are saying the Pentagon, they're doing all this stuff now, so no one pays attention. I'm like, no, they would just not do it at all if they didn't want people to pay attention. Well, I yeah, you I, know, yeah, it, and a lot of people go, oh, they've been pushed right to a limit to where they have to do something pushed because. It to the limit. Uh, Something else is going on that exactly they yeah. have to like release a little pressure off right for more. Shit. I guess it wouldn't seem out of Trump's odd logic path. It's like, well, okay, let's do this now because everyone just needs to like like maybe only aliens will be bigger right. than right. COVID more or something dis- like more of a distraction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Again, all that stuff. Yeah, all the back and forth on. The- but it kind of in a way, not that it's like worked, but it is crazy where it's like if this was a, a what would you call a normal. Just a year where nothing crazy was happening on a mass scale, you would we would probably be going whole like these news stories would be fucking huge. Like we'd be going, holy right. shit. The Pentagon just admitted that there's there's they have a classification there's for off world material. Magic. Yeah, exactly. But um but yeah, interesting times for sure. Um now Ryan Sprague himself, he did make a good point that We've heard from almost every branch of the military on this, except the Air Force. Like right. the Air Force has not come out with any yeah, official yeah, statement, yeah, yeah. and there a lot of them. I mean, it's Navy pilots, it's other pilots, whatever. But I think at least one of them was an Air Force pilot who was. Um, and it's always a anonymous, weird blend of but, like the Navy, right. With all their Marines and fucking yeah, air. You got the sailor, you got the cowboy, you got the that, Indian exactly. chief, and the cop, the leather daddy, the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probing at my MCA. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag my MCA. Yeah, yeah. It's a little COVID different down here. <laughs> oh, boy. You want to come feel my cock? <laughs> the my uh, MCA. Come feel my yeah. cock. <laughs> We're sucking down at the come MCA. Uh, We're sucking cock at this the, guy's yeah. house. Here's his phone number. Right. We're kissing Join. because <laughs> we are gay. It's okay. Don't worry. We don't care. <laughs> Very We're positive message. Suck it, fuck all night. Yeah. Some guy, all right. Because yeah. some guy who's just overtly trying to collect harem men. Yeah. 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 Harry, Come on, dude. Harry harem yeah, men. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. Don't worry. <laughs> just let me own you. Yeah. Come on. It's really fucking cool. <laughs> uh, I think with that we'll take a break. Yeah. Probing FNG it. says, "Hey, oh. they just got done doing a delivery of COVID." COVID delivery. No, I'm joking. <laughs> For Big Brown. Oh, wow. Stop Brown. Nice. Uh, welcome. I would be surprised if there's a UFO landing soon. Bo Bandy oh. says UFOs are coming soon. Grove Snake said let's vote Steve and Joey into office under I think we do a pretty good job. We were we I were think just we'd be pretty bipartisan and work together down the middle. Yeah. Like, Not like you and I would be split, but I'm saying we're like both pretty like, hey, this all this makes sense. Let's just do that. That's what I was saying. We were just right. talking the other night about how it's like it's sad that Someone's politics can't be an amalgam of all of these case by case, like all of these kind of case by case, or even just right. general or case views on things. Of, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like no, you pick a side, one or the other. Right, so, right, right. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, let's take Joe a little break. Asshole. Let's empty our bladders, refill our cups, drop our pants, and I'll say whoops when your daughter sees my thing. Cream the jeans. <laughs> 
We're back, baby. To our review of the Cheetos Puffs Party Pack Size. And Chex Mix. Spoiler alert, 10 out of 10. <laughs> even, even when they're a little stale like they were. I showed great restraint. I think I only had seven or eight puffs, I guess. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you do it. Because Steve, Steve has seen me here at his house oh, yeah. crush. Almost. Not an entire party bag, but the normal size bag, Just which easy. is yeah. meant to be shared and probably yeah, has 10 yeah, servings yeah. in it. It so. is weird. So I do. So cheese puffs are probably like one of my all-time favorite go-tos. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're very messy. But how much the shape and density affects the flavor of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the real tight, hard, crunchy, obviously, has like the regular Cheetos, right? Soft. More soft, right? Yeah. More surface area, but then they're yeah. really dense, so that's its own thing. Right. Then the puffs have their own thing. Then the the paws yeah, exactly, have their yes. own thing, and like all this stuff. <laughs> you it's have to like wear a condom very weird. With the, exactly. the paws. Well, you should, Cheetos. unless you're already pre-paused too. Yeah. Um, pre-paused. <laughs> Everyone's technically pre-paused. He doesn't have AIDS. Come on, I'm just trying to raw dog, <laughs> <HIV>. baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just weird how much. That affects the flavor. Yeah, of them, yeah, right. So. Yeah, those paws and the other weird little shapes they have. I even, love the even paws, the little cheese balls best, yeah. have slightly different, because um, because that, well, that powder has. Yeah, I was gonna say more or less. It's the then, burger to fry ratio. Exactly. Right? It's the powder <laughs> to to shit inside ratio. Exactly. Which is the classic. If you answer. look at the ingredients on Cheetos, it's literally just yeah. powder and shit inside. Exactly. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, that fifty fifty on crunch, regular those tight crunchy ones. You're going to get at a higher powder ratio where right. the puffs have more of the corn. And right? you're getting more of the, well, I was going to say, you're getting more of the kind of fried flavor with the Cheetos, the regular Cheetos, because yeah. it's just everything, everything's denser in those. Right, right. But know? I mean, you just have more surface area to coat yeah, that yeah. fucker. Whereas the puffs are filled with holes. Right. So they're more porous. You have right. that core that's not going to get penetrated by right. the cheese. So you got that corn core puff hole. And like I've always said, the te- you can eat a billion because they're like the cotton well, candy just, of yeah, chips exactly. because they just kind of turn to an exponentially small layer of just cheese air yeah, yeah. on your tongue. Yeah. I think it's like that and Fritos. Mm-hmm. Classic Fritos. I did go through a chili Fritos to where I burnt out in yes. like probably grade school slash high school. In grade high. <laughs> well, to this point, I'll eat them, but I'll just go straight yeah. Fritos. It's but again, scoops versus regular. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. You're gonna get a bit scoops of a much thicker. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the classic. Yeah. And again, make a pepper belly, whatever a chili belt, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But basically, put hornmeal chili. And chili, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go shredded cheese, mm. onion, green onion, sour cream. Now, in your Shit schools, they had shredded cheese, not the nacho ladle cheese. Uh, at my aunt's house. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> where I went to school. Cheese, okay. Uh, but that's that's my jam. So I have been yeah. on a Hormel chili kick, which probably isn't the mm. most healthy thing. In the <laughs> Even world. though you, you also make chili that's a thousand times better, but yeah, it's, Hormel chili is its own it's food, its own, right? 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 Know? And that's Cincinnati style chili, where my chili mm. is like a stew chili, yeah, technically, yeah. and obviously takes away. Oh, is that technically? Oh, okay. So the kind of gravy chili is Cincinnati style because right. I've like Tommy's and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I've been to Cincinnati and they're all about their skyline chili. Yeah. Yeah. And it is that that kind of gravied style right, chili right, right. or paste style chili. Yeah, where it's but like then they put like cinnamon in there too. Stuff. It's like well, a yeah, sweet little go hit to top, it or something. Yeah. But uh but yeah that Hormel chili just heated up just slaps different. Uh it's just a nice I'm hungry. Oh, yeah. I need something hearty. It's and, on some, and on some no, French, if you have <laughs> chips with it too, it's really fucking. That's what good. I'm saying. Like pour that. Oh, like if you Pretty want the fire. classic Americana bullshit fucking meal, yeah. Like one of them is like Frito <laughs> chips, right? Hormel can chi- can chili, 
Hormel clown Hormel jelly. Karma. <laughs> uh Daisy sour cream. Oh yeah. Like shredded cheese. Yeah. And maybe your call green that onion. Tex Max. <laughs> and you've got your bullshit. Um, and I'm back on my bullshit. Sounds like there's birdies outside. Uh, let's see. Sorry to side. Rico's cheese in the can. Yeah, so that was a uh, I think an episode or two ago, or maybe it was a whatever. But oh yeah, if you eat an if you eat an edible, yeah, uh, and your shit smells like pot, then my friend was like, you know, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's yes, Bobani. Have full you not of, had that? Full or of dank resin. Is that a question? Um, yeah, maybe then, he, maybe he just experienced it. Rico's cheese in the can. Yeah, for gross snake. What the hell yeah, is that? I never heard of that. Yeah, it's got to be a Florida thing. Yeah, sudden sound down hell. Now, yeah. I still need to get Georgia, some Miracle Florida. Whip because I've never had that. Uh, sort of what? What? Miracle Whip. We could do oh. a Patreon, I guess, on food. I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people <laughs> That's do a little food. Hysteria 51. I know. That's why I'm like, that and Doughboys. We, we got no, plenty no. of content. That's a closet knowledge. Mm. We'll do. We'll save that to where it's free for everyone. <laughs> We're experts in food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's how being a fat fuck is like. Here's Palpatine being a fat fuck, my favorite meme. It's by the tacos, grossing. Ah. If you're Florida, you do not know where the tacos are because they're all hey, out here. What's Rico's cheese in a can? Oh, it's by the tacos. <laughs> okay. So that reminds me too. Like my mom used to buy those pre-made, like the taco shells, which yes. were disgusting yes. too. Yeah. That was my. It was that the Taco Bell taco seasoning yep, 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 in a packet. Yeah. Oh yeah. And ground beef <laughs> and the Lowry's <laughs> and yeah, Lowry's beef seasoning yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and. They were, I mean, now if somebody served those, I mean, these are 100% edible. They're not disgusting, but they were replacing something that could have been so much better, which is anything else. Right. Like, it's like, this is now, this is a wasted meal. And as a fat kid, you hoped that every meal could fulfill all your emotional needs at the time. Yeah. Grove Snake said they're going to send a pic. Oh. Not obviously in Twitch, but I'm assuming, <laughs> or Facebook check. Um, I think we've been good about not, burping excessively so i think we get a few free burps oh, yeah, now. free 70 sound yes. effects yeah <laughs> i pre-recorded that 50 years yeah. ago speaking of recordings remember when you could record things onto a cdr or a cdrw uh that was well, like there's the rw which was the rewritable so you could overwrite it, cdr right? was read only and then rewritable okay um but uh those were metal discs that recorded data were they metal no, I think they're plastic foil. and yeah. foil. Foil's metal. Right. They right. were a combo. Metal enough. Alloy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a mix of plastic and metal. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> Alloy. A L apostrophe O I O U I. Yes. That's the Australian uh, right. married with children. Right, right, right. Uh, now I want to record oh. again. <laughs> uh, yeah, this episode is all about <laughs> alien there you go. discs. Oh, you, you web that in. Uh, yeah, I it was a shitty segue. I, I can give that to you if you want. Um, there we go. Three, two, one. one, one, one. Discs. Discs. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing? Sorry, 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 sorry. Tell me when. 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 Two, one. Discs. 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 Okay, let's try something. I'm gonna. You start. Just say disc. I'm gonna try to hit it on the S. Okay. Three, two, one. Disc. 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 Yeah, it's like pretty close. Pretty close. Pretty close. It's more about that. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Say. Say. Okay. Wait. Let's see if I can nail this. Three, two, one. Disc. There we go. 
which is a reference to the Some Kind of Sky, one of the major inspirations for this show, YouTube video. So if, again, if you look up Some Kind of Sky, it is a montage of many ancient astronaut or ancient aliens clips, but it's it's really focusing on David Childress. Oh yeah, it's like ninety nine percent Childress, who's not who's not necessarily he doesn't have top billing, but he's close. He's not the star of the show, but he's the hero of the show. Yeah, he's like a A minus. Yeah, right. And and because definitely the sidekick to almost superhero side story to Sukalos because. Childress is uh, sincere. Sorry, I messed my volume up. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize I hit that one. Uh, even if he is wrong about something or saying something dumb, I think he believes it, right? right. Sukalos, I think, I think <laughs> knows some of the what stuff is, is bullshit, or or he might look back and like say, I should I should have said that different or something like that. But then, like Trump, he just doubles down on it harder, right? Just and it's like goes deeper down the hole. Childress, I think, you know, also, also again, as we met him a couple there's times, an innocence. Well, and also, there's still he's there's a real guy in there too that isn't he's he's not guy like a network. He's not like playing a he's not quite like playing a character. Where Sukalos, I think, is playing his own enhanced character of himself. Right. He's he's leveled up Mega Man yes. style. Just met all these people, taking yes. their powers, and just like. Exactly. Souped it, souped it up. And then defeats them. With Super them. Sucalos. Um, but uh, but Childress is like, again, the most like real thing we've heard him say. I mean, everything I think he says is real. But when he was like... I, I, I kiss I, you. He's like, I kind of I kind of hate this this convention. It's right, kind of right, shitty. Right. You yeah, know? That he was real to two <laughs> people here <laughs> who fans. bought his book, wanted yes. a picture, all the things. Right. And he's like, hey, fuck this place. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be treated uh, like the gal star queen I am. Yes. It was uh, like morning one, I think, at the place, and he was no, like, or was uh, it the second day? No, I think, I honestly, I think that was right before we left. I think that was the Sunday, because that's oh, when we okay. went up and got his got there early. We oh, were yeah. looking for shit to do before we We wanted we to get left. there before all the panels so they wouldn't be away from their booths right, and stuff. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. But, um, right. but anyways, yeah. So, so yeah, he two, was burnt out from the Two con newbies of yeah. like, hey, we went to Alien Con, went right. to this, went to Alien Con again. Yeah. You're How out they're on my shirt. treated <laughs> yeah. is completely different. Yes. Alien again, we've talked about this a million times, but Alien Con, they're like the superstars. They've got security. Right. Even though they're working their own booths, they still get right. this weird level of like, you're gonna pay for my signature. Then there's gonna be a separate uh pay for my picture where Joey right. and I, the first Alien Con pre contact in the desert, paid like yeah. thirty or forty bucks each. I think it was sixty bucks for, for Sooks 60? and forty for Childress, yeah. Or uh, thirty five for children, right? But we didn't do reason. the suits because it sold exactly. Out. So again, yeah. these these guys are getting crazy money, crazy yeah. attention, crazy status, crazy feeling. Italians, <laughs> Italian food. Uh, at this alien con where yeah. you go to contact, it's like they're stuck in the same hotel right. as the rest of these assholes. Yeah, they're at the bar with the rest of these assholes. They're, they're working their booth with the rest of these. Assholes. They're the like, most. There's no celebrity. There's no paid signings. Right. There's no paid photos. They're the most well known artists in Artist Alley. If this were Comic Con, but they're still in Artist Alley. They're not. They don't have a special signing at the DC booth 
as a comic artist or at this production yeah, yeah. company's it's whatever. It's not that like, oh, come to the after party right. and meet Childress. Exactly. Yeah. There was that weird like thing. <laughs> come on down after party. Where they like Childress. all brought down, but then the yeah. Ancient Aliens crew wasn't there. Like I feel like Childress. There was a couple of them, but not yeah. Like Sukulos like didn't Sukulos come down the, the stairs. Yeah, the whole walk of because you could tell he was like, I'm you know too good for this yeah. shit or whatever. I get crixy and yeah. suck my because Von Daniken was not part of because he was already at the bar an yeah. hour oh, before yeah, that ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his watch over his jacket, Childress. Is not become a West Coast elitist snob, right? Not like says us. Bo Bandy. but he lives yes. in like Indiana, no, I know. yeah, Montana, Indiana, whatever. Uh, the Adventures of Montana, yeah. Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, and yeah, he's still just I don't know a hard worker. He and his brother own Jake? the the. <laughs> he and his brother own the Adventures Unlimited Press. There's a bookshop. Yeah, yeah. and I looked on Google Maps at okay. the town that oh. that is based in. I think the population. I think the population is like five thousand people or less. Right. It's cr- so it's like stoplight. it's literally yes. It's a, it's a, it's got that one strip, and then you know a few hundred houses, and that's it yeah. for the yeah. most part. But yeah. um, but uh, and it, you know he moved all around. I was like, whatever. Now right, we're doing right, a fucking right, children's right. Res- retrospective. Anyways, but yeah. he is in this episode quite a bit. Right. So back to um, the discs. Yes. Um, we start off in Gina, where <laughs> where the virus, the Gina virus, was <laughs> <Yeah>. created. Uh, <laughs> what did to, they call it? The Fu Man. <laughs> No. Oh, it was uh, the, the flu man. No, flu manchu. That's no, no, no. Was. I think it was something else. No, I think, I think it was flu manchu. I don't think it was flu manchu. It was uh, oh, fuck. kung flu. The kung it was flu. kung flu. flu. I mean, flu, flu man- manchu. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> Got a Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kung flu. <laughs> kung flu. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we start off in China, nineteen thirty-eight. And archaeologists discover what seem to be man-made caves that contain it's it's. Whenever I hear the word spindly, when it comes to bodies, I think oh, it's a spider or something. Right, it's right, a fr- right. pretty creepy word, a low-key creepy word. But uh, there was a bunch of spindly little humanoid skeletons down there with uh, big heads. So kind of like kind of like saying they're like gray alien skeletons, right? Yeah, the classic yeah, yeah. alien skeletons. And there were petroglyphs of. The solar system. Picture files. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they also found a bunch of round metallic discs with very, very intricate grooves in them. There were 716 of them found, and they were coined, not some coined, they were coined dropa stones. I don't know why they were stones yeah. when they say they were metallic discs. I don't know. But, well, yeah. Unless they were polished stone that was very... Bright? Smooth and shiny. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, maybe there's metallic flakes in the stone. Maybe, yeah. Uh, they looked smooth because like, they were playing them on a... Well, also, we didn't see them because right. they've been gone. We'll get to that. They've been gone. They've been gone. covered up by the Chinese government, basically. Right. Uh, each it, disc would has... Would say they've been gone? Yes, gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, each disc has a hole in the center. They measured about a foot in diameter, and these grooves contain like microscopic inscriptions and which is literally just like a record, a vinyl record or yeah, something, yeah. right? And they're dated around 10,000 BC, so that's a long fucking time ago. Uh, they dated them though based on the skeletal remains next to them. So, Bobby, um, yeah. kiss those daughters on the mouth for us, Bobby. <laughs> um, yeah, they dated them around 10,000 years ago because that's how they carbon dated the skeletons or whatever. Yeah. And so they were 18 at the time they dated them. Exactly, though. and yes. that was 10,000 years ago. So. Plenty, plenty consent. As long as there was two tens, that's twenty years old. Exactly. In my book, twenty. Uh, we get a medallion man moment here. So, or so, no, sorry, a medallion man amulet assertion. <laughs> uh, and he says, uh, a, a, a "Medallion man, uh, previously known as 
uh, amulet, amulet asshole. asshole but we Met feel an asshole. bad <laughs> yes. for saying yeah. uh, <laughs> yes. assertion. He seemed nice enough. We saw him walking around at Alien Con getting other ancient astronaut theorists coffee. Right. <laughs> not, just, in a, not in a secretary way. I think right. it was just because they're like, buddies. Hey, you guys you want know? some stuff. Yeah. Yes. And again, he just seems like a nice dad right. or something. And yeah. as I've said just recently... I truly believe that he replaced Jason Martell for the most part. Yeah. He's a, he's a better version of Jason Martell. Yeah. And he did some, oddly enough, I don't think we talked about this. He did some stand-up or uh, stand-in work for David Hasselhoff. Yeah, yeah. In uh, you know, various. Oh, when he got popular Baywatch. in Germany. Yeah. Well, that's how right. he got all this access to, eventually that's how he got on Ancient Aliens was yeah. meaning, you know, some of those crossover production people, agents, things like that. Yeah, but yeah. he had to be a stand-in because Hasselhoff got fucking mobbed in Germany. Yeah, you know? yeah. He, you know, he just had to fake his appearance and just kind of yeah. sign enough autographs, take a couple photos pre-internet right. so people couldn't really dissect what was going on, right. and he was good to go. And you could only tell uh, William Henry apart because of the amulet he wore. Exactly. He refused to wear the Hasselhoff necklaces that he yeah, wore. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it had to be a scarab. Yeah, he wanted onks yes. and <laughs> such, but he had to have a scarab. Yeah. Yes, and he... he <laughs> He basically told girls that he couldn't take it off because if he took it off, he would have to onk onk their breasts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it kind of keeps yeah. him under control. Yeah, and he just know? kept talking about their portals and right. their gateways and how he could enter. Their starfish and... gate. Exactly. Leather starfish gate. <laughs> oh, this is starfish gate. It's yeah. a breaking news, my friend. <laughs> hey, SpongeBob! <laughs> it's all about Patrick. Yeah, um, yeah Patrick. Hey, SpongeBob! <laughs> that's, that's how he sounds. <laughs> Just, you know. <laughs> uh, the big mongoloid from Coach. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he has a, an amulet assertion here. He says, The inscriptions in the grooves were so tiny that they could only be seen by a magnifying glass. And when they were finally deciphered, they told this amazing story of the Dropa, tiny extraterrestrial or dwarf-like beings. And I, the whole time I was thinking dwarfs, as they yeah, said dwarfs yeah, yeah. many <laughs> times this episode. What's a dwarf? And it's like Dropa is only, you could just switch the yeah. words like dwarf. From the moon top. <laughs> <laughs> or what was the one in Cabin Boy? <laughs> that I can't remember. You're, but but you yeah. know what I mean. She yes. was like some with um, oh, yeah. like there's like that kind of things with the Ulululu, whatever yeah, Filipino yeah, yeah. accent blah, blah, or whatever. Blah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what I thought was funny about that quote though was, I thought he was gonna say something like. An electron, it could only be seen by an electron microscope. And he just says, a magnifying glass. Which I'm like, that's small. But yeah, like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I know. But it's like, a magnifying glass is not the like ultimate right. well, example. Well, you need to define how much it's magne- magnifying. Right. I almost said magnetizing. Right. <laughs> magnifying. Yeah, because some magnifying glasses are only like literally 2x or 3x magnification right, to right, just right. help old people yeah. read or it something. It's a fucking Costco. So I'm like, I, but I don't even know of any handheld magnifying glass that's over 5x or something no, like that. I don't know. Electrons? I go to a lot of magnifying glass stores. Yeah, but exactly. Well, this is the finest in town. They're right next to uh they started off as detective specialty stores, yeah. but now with smartphones and shit, everything yeah. only the magnifying glass really right. is worthwhile to exactly. have in your hand, you know, yeah. so. It's real. Yes. Uh, cuz you get full HD magnification, you don't have to worry about your phone's camera right. de- degrading the image as it gets exactly. bigger. So, yeah. um but uh, someone claimed to decipher them in the 50s, someone within communist China. Um, and then this, this hyper German guy who's like super creepy. He's, he's like the classic German guy. He reminds me of the, um, this is kind of a, a lot of people have seen the IT crowd, but the episode where Moss accidentally, he answers the Craigslist ad thinking he's just getting like a friend. Like like and but the guy is a cannibal. He's a German cannibal right, that like right, plays right. the cello, which is based on a real yes, story. Exactly. And um, 
but they go uh, over to watch TV. Yeah, watch he ends because they just nice want Because they, oh yeah, they just want the nice TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, has, it's, it's the very classic like Berlin accent man. Yeah, but this guy's yeah. name is Hartwig Hausdorf, like the most German name. And he's the author of the book The Chinese Roswell. So oh, wait, I think this was the guy. You you were doing a Scottish guy, but I think this was the guy I was thinking. Oh, of, who oh, God! Spoke it. very slowly. Yes, and I was like, what when the I was fuck? there, I talked to a man I, who said we, this, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The I think the Scottish guy is creepy too. He's like yeah, a yeah, big yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't call Hartwig Hausdorff a hunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was like, wait, yeah. I don't think. Wait, I mean, I guess I he was cute. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I kiss him on the lips. I could grow to love him. I guess. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, this guy wrote the Chinese Roswell well and he's here for like a minute and then he doesn't come back till the very end of the episode when they come back around to uh the dropa stones again but he is he kind of elaborates on the story that was supposedly deciphered there's a lot of levels of supposedly in this right um classic for facts yes the dwarfs crash landed ten thousand years ago and had no possibility of repairing their ship so they died in that cave and carved the fucking like they didn't even really show the carving that much other than it was a solar system i guess but mm-hmm. um but he also says the chinese archaeologist who deciphered them was forbidden by the government to publish them in the media but somehow that's the the fucking chinese guy published them in western um media so right, like right, right. american newspapers got it and people just thought it was a joke uh the chinese government government officially confiscated all the discs and I guess it does. Like I can't unthink it now. Like at the yeah. end because of the video, but um, confiscated all the discs and claimed it was a hoax. So uh, classic government cover-up kind of right, shit. Right, right. We got our first suk alert here, and he says uh, none of these discs exist publicly. So that means at some point these discs were put away by museums, by archaeologists. Who knows? All of these discs are gone. It's like, okay, this is a big roundabout way. Uh, So one has to wonder, what was up with these (laughs) discs? Because if they were just ordinary artifacts, then they would just be displayed at museums. So what if we have a situation again where archaeologists are afraid because these discs confirm there was an extraterrestrial visitation in the remote past? So uh, that's kind of a weird take. I think it's more... I mean, the show just told us it was a government cover-up from communist China. And so right. I don't think it was archaeologists being afraid. Because uh, uh, yeah. otherwise, Robert Clotworthy would have said, uh, museum curators and archaeologists hid the discs away from prying out. And like, like, but it's not. It's like the government took them away and then they put this in. So right, this is a right, weird right. editing thing. Um, I also don't know how... I mean, I guess that's kind of Graham Hancock's point too. Not with aliens really, but that there are potential catastrophes we can't control and no one wants to admit them and so we don't study them. So there's just kind of a fear created dogma to their study sometimes but i don't really think archaeologists are afraid that aliens have ever visited <clears throat> they just if they, they're afraid to maybe lose money to lose funding if they ever claim that as part of their excavations right, and stuff right, right. but uh in 2014 it was reported that in 1995 it was reported in like chinese newspapers that a dwarf statured group of people were found in a little town in like kind of the beijing area which is yeah. the same area where the Dropa Stone Cave was. Yeah. And where the, the home of Beijing <clears throat> beef comes from. Exactly, yes. Uh, <laughs> Pet Express, yes. Um, South Express. They are, <laughs> they are little chunks of meat. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know that they could be part of a full grown steak, but yeah, they're yeah. little chunks. They're little hunky buns. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they measure about three feet in height. 
and uh, they said just like the aliens, so just like the skeletons of the aliens. And I'm like, but they, these people, like the yeah, aliens. these people don't have big heads. These people also were not spindly in their build. Right. They actually looked like they were pygmies, not dwarves, because their hands right. looked normal proportion. They didn't. They didn't have like huge heads. Yeah. They just looked like very small people. So because they show a picture of like two These old ladies and two small old guys, people that can't resist the urge. <laughs> they do look like very jolly people, mm-hmm. uh, but they're more akin to like how the hobbits are portrayed in the Peter Jackson movies versus dwarves. Right, right, right. Okay. They're just. Un- well, I'm not going to say people with dwarfism. Yeah, a nor- yeah, like a normally proportioned person just shrunk down. Right, exactly. Um, but uh, and they call them they're called the Zopa people. And I thought they were going to go like so shallow, like and say, "Look, Zopa is close right. close to Dropa." Just but it's- like in uh, you know Cabin Boy when she said, "Nascimento <laughs> 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 versus right. Nascimento." Yeah. Um, but uh, they don't really focus on these people ever after this. They show a picture, which is cool. Um, they don't, like, go into their genetics. They don't go into, like, you would think this would be a perfect opportunity to be like, hey, let's do a blood test and see what the lineage of these people are. Is it pygmies from Africa? Is it, right. oh, an unknown race of small people from the eastern seaboard of the world or whatever, you know? So, uh, but they don't. They just kind of say, hey, little people live there too. And I'm like, right. That's fine, but people could just have dwarfism or whatever, too. So yeah. um, so then they wonder about legendary discs from other cultures. Let me get a Sukler here, and he says, All over the world, statues crumble for me. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> he says, oh, <laughs> Ding dong money, like oh, yeah. uh, that one. <laughs> um, all over the world, it doesn't matter what continent, you find ancient depictions of discs. Not only descriptions, but they also occur as actual artifacts. Uh, Medallion Man says the same thing. He lifts off like halos in Christian mythology and Egyptian discs on sun discs on their head and on Pharaoh's hats and shit like yeah, the yeah, Aten, yeah. you know, the, with the uh, Akhenaten and stuff. Uh, and it signifies a connection with the divine. The the hunky Scottish guy, his name's something Cowie, like C O W I E. He says the same thing, but he's like a history classics, like a, some historian kind of whatever guy. I don't know why he's on the show because he doesn't add very much that. Uh, that especially when they talk about the Inca stuff, all the Peru stuff, Edwin Bar- or Edwin Darwin, I think his name, or Barnhart, I can't remember, but uh, the liver lips guy, like he's right, the real right. expert on that shit. So I don't know why they need this more handsome man. Um, I don't know if the handsome man could pull off a North Face vest the way Edwin can as well. Right. But um, but yeah, he's on there saying like, oh, every time there's a desk, it says that it means there's a connection with the divine, like it's a communication device with the divine. He talks about like. The, the disc-shaped craft, or which are like, in Renaissance paintings, they will show these openings in the sky, in like clouds, mm-hmm. and there's like beams coming out and whatever, and they're like, oh, it's a disc, it's a UFO with a tractor beam or something. Yeah. But it's also like, the way they draw relics and all that kind of stuff and symbology is very different back then. I'm not saying it's not what they saw, but a lot of those, you will see the same same scene depicted by multiple artists that are like, you know, 50 years apart, and they'll all paint it a little differently, and usually one of them is just like an opening in the clouds with light yeah, shining yeah, through yeah. or something. Um, but Chining anyway, through. What's that? Chining through. Exactly. <laughs> Chining, jining through. through. Um, but uh, 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 sorry, uh, we get a lot of Wilcock on this episode, and I think this is where this episode is where we start to see current day Wilcock. He's, he's oh, he was gutted. And fucking jowled. I was gonna say he he cut his hair. Yeah. So it's a little it's a little sleeker. His it's whiter. It's like even more bleached. 
He's tanned. I think he's going. He's going through a bulking phase to get that muscle mass. Right, right. Because he just looks. I can't tell if he's jacked or chunky. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, his head looks smaller. I can't tell if he's jacked or Colby jacked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his head looked rounder, so his forehead <laughs> yes. looked less five heady. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's like four and a half heads. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't know if that's the jowl that enhancement. Half, yeah, moved down to his chin. Like, is he getting a fucking Joe Rogan neck or whatever, right, or is right, he just right. getting chunky? I don't know. But, um, but this was. I guess no, he wasn't at Alien Con in 2018 at all. He was only at Contact in the Desert, correct? Yeah, he, hasn't he was been never at the Alien Con. Cons. Yeah, um, which is really dumb of him too. But well, who knows if they're like, I don't want to deal with this fucking exactly. goddamn <laughs> Madonna. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I think I wrote here, or I wrote in the future. I was like, in the future, later in this episode, I wrote that he's on the gotta look hotter than Elizabeth's martial arts ex husband workout. Like he's got, he's like starting that workout, right? Uh, because his wife was married to some martial arts master uh, for like 18 years, and she still studies with him every week. Oh, (laughs) yes. They're studying hard. Okay, yeah. That's soft. But we get a Wilcock drip here, and he says, when we look at the almost universal presence of the disc shape in so many ancient cultures, we're seeing something that defies the common idea of it just being a useless artifact. It's an archetype, and we need to investigate the possibility that there's an actual message contained within them. I don't think anyone's saying they're useless artifacts. I don't think a single archaeologist would go, oh, that halo, it's a fucking useless artifact. They go, no, it's a symbol for divine and, like, whatever, you know. Uh, Or the orb that, like, God has shown on and all that stuff. I don't think they say that's a useless artifact. uh, Because that's all, like, that's on staffs. That's, like, a symbol that the Pope has and all this kind of shit. Um and not just Christian stuff, obviously, but lots of other shit, too. I don't think an Egyptologist would go, oh, it's just a useless thing. It's like, no, that's that's fucking a representation right. of Amun-Ra, the sun right, god, right, whatever. Right. So that's kind of a weird take to take, which is like, if you're, I know that they're kind of, the ancient astronaut theorists are kind of like almost the enemy of the mainstream archaeologists, and I understand why, but you can't. You can't make them into a villain, right? Right. Just be honest about what they do and don't do. Yeah. But don't make them into a villain because I don't know how many times throughout the show that as soon as archaeologists uncover something that helps the ancient astronaut theory, oh, this fucking amazing archaeologist went and got this. And it's like, okay, but I thought, that, are they all bad? Are they all good? Or, you know, because it's like you're saying he's a mainstream guy. Like like Rami Ramani is a fucking mainstream yeah. Egyptologist, kind of. But you like it, kind of. But you kind like of. him on the show. Because he's, he's just open-minded. So maybe if maybe if you weren't a dick back to them, if you think they're a dick to you or something, right. maybe they'd be more helpful. I'm a dick, dick yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, uh, we, we jump back to some more historical examples to uh, Phaistos Crete and the Phaistos Temple, which is a, a Minoan palace. So Minoa was like a pre-Greek civilization that's very mysterious. They know some about it, but not a lot. So like The Minoans were ancient to the Greeks, to the yeah, ancient yeah, Greeks. Yeah. So... A lot of the temples and things are built on top of the Minoan foundations and things like that. Um, They find, uh, in 1908, they're digging at a 17th century Minoan palace where there's a clay disc with strange writing found on it. And they say researchers are still unsure what the symbols mean, even though in a few minutes they go, oh, they translated the whole first phrase or whatever. But... um, Talk Thompson comes on and he's like, "Oh yeah, this this was you know the Minoans are super mysterious and this just adds yeah. more mystery to it and whatever." And uh, again, he's not an ancient astronaut theorist; he's a anth- anthropologist, yeah, who's like well, a, at USC or UCLA or something. And they say that culture got lost on a three-hour tour, mm-hmm. 
And stuck on an island. Exactly. Was, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the minnow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the minnowin would be lost. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. those are the people that rode on the minnow or exactly. minnowins. Yeah. Um, oh, God. It's, it is weird. Up until the late 60s, you had to become a citizen of that ship. Right. Because in international waters, you have to belong to a country, yeah. but there's no... Ground. A, yeah, it was a sentient being almost. Exa- yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was going to say a sentientity, a sentient yeah, entity. Yeah. <laughs> um, there were 40 failed academic attempts to decipher it. And then in 2008, the first line was deciphered. They don't really show like the characters. I wish they would have, because I don't know if it's like the first three of 200 characters. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of a spiral, kind of or concentric circles, where it's like little one-inch pictures, like stamps or whatever in the clay. Um, I don't know if it's the whole outer ring. I don't know if it's literally two characters or what. But because yeah. I, I I turned to my wife, we were watching this today. I was like, if they could decipher that line, why couldn't they decipher more? And she's smarter than me with linguistics. She's like, well, you have to understand if it was phonetic based, anything next to something else now changes the meaning and whatever. So, um, but uh, the line apparently says the mother goddess from beyond. I'm like, okay, well. That's interesting, yeah. I guess, but that's like every fucking religious relic that we have. Uh, Childress chimes in here and he says, The Feistos disc is written in these curious hieroglyphics. They include pictures of men in mohawks, different designs. Like, it's, I don't know if they cut him off or yeah. he just didn't have a list of things to say. Uh, even one of the figures looks like a flying saucer. And this time, it literally looks like a 1950s comic book drawing of a flying yeah, saucer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or a sombrero. But, um, or... Kung Lao's hat from Mortal Kombat. Just the perfect circle with a dome a dome on top. Yeah. But uh, uh, they theorize it was made with movable type, uh, which wasn't technically invented for 1,500 years. And I'm like, okay, if you look at this fucking thing, it is, the stamps do look the same, I guess. Mm-hmm. They don't really let us see it long enough to, to right. know that. But stamps are different than a machine that makes movable sets of type. Someone could have just hands had 17. It looks like there's only like a handful of characters. They could have just had a stamp and went boop, boop, boop. It looks like they could have honestly made this thing in like 10 minutes. Like it doesn't look like a very intricate thing, especially if they knew they were stamped and not drawn. So the whole printing press thing is a fucking weird point to make because they don't tell you why there's evidence of a machine that stamped it all at once or chunks of it at once. Mm -hmm. They don't tell you what evidence there is for that. They just say, it was made with movable type, and that wasn't invented. And then Medallion Man's like, which that literally, he literally says, like, that proves that they had contact with extraterrestrials. And I'm like, okay, like, that's that's like the worst, that's the worst part of this episode, I think, because overall, I thought this episode was pretty interesting, because at least, again, focuses on one type of artifact or something and really deep dives into it. Right. And there's some repeated stuff, but at least there's a focus to it, you know? Yeah. So, like, I feel like I'm still learning a couple things. In episodes like yeah, this, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but that's like such a a season one esque leap to make, you know. Um, Sooks uh, briefly explains that like he acts like it's different, but he says, you know, Minoan mythology is uh, they believed in people that came from the sky as their gods. I'm like, he says that like it's unique to any other religion in the world. Every yeah, single yeah. religion in the world thinks there were sky no people at that. some yeah. point. Uh, we bounce back to ancient Sumeria, which is modern-day Iraq, uh, to the ruins of ancient Babylonia. They were being dug up at an uh, archaeological dig in 1881, and they found a bunch of tablets of shit, and there was one with Shamash, Yeg Shamash, 
uh, he's the Babylonian god of the sun. So uh, we get a Sukler here elucidating on old Shamash potatoes here. What's cool about this depiction is Shamash was shown as if he was some type of giant. And so in the right corner of this thing, you see Shamash with like a little border around him. He takes up the whole side of the tablet and then people are like half his size lining up to meet him or something. And then there's a big sun disc in front of him. Um, just to give you context for what Suklos is, is describing here. Um, Cause he's much bigger than the rest of the people here. So the, the enclosure has this type of connection to the cosmos because you have depictions of the moon, the sun, and of Venus. And then he points out this little tiny thing that he calls a celestial being that's in the very top that is holding, seemingly connected with like two ropes. He's throwing some ropes on the big sun disk in the center. And Sooks is like, this little guy just proves that this is misunderstood technology. I'm like, at least give us a theory of what you think that misunderstood technology is. Right. You know, like, is he trying to say, they don't even say, Oh, this is a guy operating with wires or something. Like they don't even say yeah. that, you know. Why notters? Right. It's like it seems to more like this angel is lowering down this sun disk because they were told, uh, according to the legend, Shamash says, "Hey, I'm leaving, but you can worship this thing instead and still talk to me." The sun disk right. thing. So this is where we get the sun disk as a smartphone walkie-talkie yeah. kind of motif. It's, it's it's always intimidating when the sun disk is uh, yeah. bigger than the daddy disks. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, they've yeah. just taken on some other oh genetics God. in the mix. Yeah, your disk is so much bigger than your father's. Exactly. It can hold so much more data. Right, right. I mean, it's just, it's a nightmare scenario. Yeah, especially like the kid breaks his leg, yeah. you know, the stepmom... She knows yeah, that once his, you're remarried, it's fucked. Yeah, like his. He, she knows that his disc is overloaded with information. It's starting to kind of right, right, hurt and leak a little bit. And exactly, stuff it's and, starting to overheat. Right, yeah. and she loves him. She just wants to transfer right. the data exactly from outside or inside exactly. to outside. Process the data exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Ingest the data. Yeah. <laughs> um, have a baby. Uh, yeah, <laughs> with the cream data. pie. Yeah. <laughs> in her mouth <laughs> get incest come right. shoved up inside her yeah um but uh, <laughs> uh we go back to ancient uh incan times now and uh, so we're, we're going to cusco we've been to cusco peru many times before uh they're showing the, the the current church of santo domingo was built in the 1500s or maybe 15th century whatever and it sits on the foundation stones of the original coricancha temple which was the temple of the sun which was kind of the the temple that worshipped Viracocha, who was yeah. the uh, the creator god, and we really get deep. Like they go deep into the Peruvian sun disk um, and the Coricancha temple and all this stuff here. It's like it takes over the middle, like thirteen minutes of the show, and um, the the story is uh, who is it? Not Coricancha. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Pachacuti is the. The guy that started, he was like the first Incan king where, kind of like uh, Emperor, uh, what was his name, Jume or whatever, the Japanese guy who was like, you know, back when Japan was just a bunch of kind of random tribes thousands of years ago, he warred through to the north and united all of them under right. him. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dad. Yeah. God, that actor is so fucking weird. Both of them, I guess. I oh, mean, yeah. the dad at least is a British guy, because he was Faramir in the Lord of the Rings right, right. movies. And um, uh, what's-his-face in 300. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So you have the excuse... He has the excuse of the weird Americanized 
accent from a British right, guy right. or American accent from a British guy. Uh, whereas the other guy is an American guy, but it's like, are you from Canada? Are you from Sweden? Are you from oh. like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic that guy? Because he's just sweating the yeah. whole time, like, oh. and he just has that '90s slick back, oh, yeah. too much yeah. slick back like, hair, uh, American psycho, exactly, yeah. <laughs> fully even bowl cut, just slicked back, no shaved sides, no shortened sides, no right, sideburns right, or anything. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> enough about war. <laughs> enough about Iron Fist. Netflix's <laughs> Iron Fist. Classic um, three years yeah. ago. <laughs> uh, that is the closest to like being obsessed with shitty. Mo- I mean, I like shitty movies too. But like the culture of like, I wonder if there's going to be like a B movie culture in the future of shows like that where people go back and watch that show because it was so terrible. Culture, it'll be wild. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But also that show is too boring, I think, to have that kind of following as well. Well, I mate, mean, there's so many episodes and so much. All right, mate. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> let me give you my two pint. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems not. <laughs> it let seems me give you my two pence. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's fucking wild. Back to you, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and Joe. Yes, and. Um, but yeah, so uh, Pachacuti was uh, was the big uh, emperor there. He, he united all of the Incan cultures. This guy was um, was like the Genghis Khan of the West. He fucking ended up owning and ruling 2,500 miles of the western coast of South America. Right. Which was a fact that I probably mentioned that a long time ago. I think I've mentioned him before, but this was a deep dive into him and the golden disc that he found in a spring just off the side of Lake Titicaca. Lake Titicaca is where Viracocha supposedly emerged from back when the world was a baby. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he created the first people and all that. He's their creator god. So... Um, he finds this sun disc in the waters there, and Viracocha, through the disc, tells him, you're going to win many wars. And so he gives him all the advice over the years that he needs for all his big decisions, tells him how things are going to come out and whatever. He stores this sun disc in a place of prominence prominence in the palace. Uh, and it's not a secret either. Like, they talk about, yeah, he fucking goes and talks that thing all the time. And uh, so it's a very Pharaoh-like thing where it's like, oh... Viracocha either is in him or has favored him as this special kind of divine person or something. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a, a very roughly edited you have to wonder moment with Childress that's not even worth saying because it just repeats exactly what yeah. Clotworthy just said. Um, and again, like why why do they do that? If, if, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. Yeah. I don't understand. Sorry, title sponsor of the Twitch stream, Night Beacon Lights. Oh. Hello. Making an appearance for a first time in a while. Lobster hey man, lobster man. Lobby yobby. Um, but we do get a Wilcock drip about how cool smartphones are. He says, uh, we have already had smartphones that have come out in our own history, which was a weird, I get what right. he's saying, it's a weird sense. Yeah. And it's a lot more than it appears. <laughs> You're looking at all of your apps. <laughs> you can watch movies on it. You can send email. <laughs> you can have telephone calls, video calls, whatever, all kinds of things. So that disc might have had far more ca- technological capability than we could possibly imagine. Like, okay. okay. Why didn't he just say, this thing could have been akin to a smartphone where it just looks like a piece of glass and there's actually all this computer. Like, again, it, like he seems stoned in this episode in a weird way. He's just right. kind of like, like he's staring at the camera in these later seasons as if he's not excited to be there, but he feels like this is the best exposure he gets is on this show. Yeah. So he seems reluctant almost to be on. So I'll be interested to see how that changes over the next season. Um, I think not next season, but the season after is when he made his big announcement that he's like, you'll notice I am not on this season of ancient aliens because they feature John Podesta 
who is a fucking servant of the evil aliens that helped Hillary get adrenochrome from babies in mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. pizza thing, the pizza parlor. Yeah. Um, ping pong pizza, is that what it yeah, was? Pizza yeah, pizza gate. Yeah. And uh, uh, we go over to the Hayumara Mountain region, uh, which is where that... Um, they used to show this thing all the time the first couple seasons, but it's the Gate of the Gods, where it's that solid rock face with that kind of fat keyhole-shaped door in there, and then there's a circular depression in the back, mm-hmm. and they say that there there was a, a circular-shaped key that would fit in there, and it would let you go to the where Viracocha lived. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, Medallion Man has an amulet assertion here, and he says, local legends tell us this was a gateway or stargate. This is like his first stargate mentioned in like two seasons, I think. Yeah. Uh, that through which the gods would come and go. They opened the doorway through this disc that was placed in a little alcove inside the doorway. Um, the ancient astronaut theorists say the same things as each other about four times. So they cut back to Sooks, Childress, Wilcock, I think George Norrie at this point, all saying exactly, they're like, you would put this disc in there and it would open up. And it's just like, okay, I don't know why we need so much yeah, repetition, yeah. Um, especially for this segment being very bloated. And I would have loved this time to have been filled with the the Zopa people. Like, who were they? What are their genetics like? You know, are they from yeah, some yeah. new hominid species or something like that? Um, plus, all the stuff in China is fascinating because they just don't let you have access to anything out right, there. Right, so, right. Um, oh, and then uh, because a lot of people have heard this legend about this tourist spot, this this gateway to the gods, Wilcox says. It does suggest that there is some veracity to these ancient legends. I'm like, the legends exist because they say it exists. Like, come on, man. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, again, that's the worst part about this circular. show. Yes. Yeah. Um, and supposedly the sun disk was housed in that temple. Also kind of interesting, too, where the Christians, like they always did, came in and said, oh, here's your 2,000-year-old religion. We're going to fucking knock it down and build right, our right, church right, on top right. of it, you know, you. and rule from here. It's like such a big fuck you. But, um, but yeah, in 1533... When the conquistadors uh, were attacking South America and sacked the city. Sack ball. <laughs> Teabag city. Um, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roughly translated now to Teabag City. <laughs> um, the temp or the, the helmets of the soldiers of yes. Rome. <laughs> uh, but saving grace at this point, because it's again it's getting very grace. slow at this point, um, Childress is on location. And now they've moved to June 2017. They're, again, they're obsessed with the dates of when right, they're traveling. Right, right. Uh, Childress is on location. He's looking pretty sleek and clean cut. He still has his dad gut a little bit, but yeah. he looks a little thinner in the face, like maybe he hadn't drank in a while or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But um, he's looking energetic, like almost too much so, where I wonder if he's coked up or something. But uh, I also think Childress is a guy that would be scared to do coke. I don't think he would actually yeah, do that drug. Ayahuasca, on. yes. Yeah. Weed, yes. Maybe not coke. Uh, but he chimes in here, and he's in, he's, he's pointing at this kind of plexiglass cover in this alcove in what I'm assuming is like the museum of the temple. And he says, uh, it's not that this spot here in the Gorikancha Temple was where the seven-foot-wide sun disc was held. And a long rope was fastened through these many holes. And there's like kind of a grid of like nuts and bolts and stuff that it looks mm-hmm. like they whatever and so that made no sense it looks whatever. like they whatever yeah, nuts and bolts, whatever <laughs> uh, and it held yeah. the sun disc in place here in the center of gory concha temple in cusco so he said it's here in gory concha temple here in right. gory concha <laughs> temple uh but yeah it's like basically it's like this was the mount for this thing because apparently this thing was again seven feet wide it's pretty big like yeah. they also when they're showing pictures of it what i don't understand they're showing artwork that doesn't look like it was made by Incans. It looks like it's from like a United States history book or something or a college textbook. 
And it shows him holding this thing, and it's like eight inches in his hand. <laughs> 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 um, eight inches in diameter, but right. uh, oh boy. that is quite thick. Yeah. Um, but then it's like this huge fucking room defining thing, you know? So um, Edward Barnhart, there we go. I, I don't know, I, I thought his name was Edward yeah. Darwin, but uh, the liver lips man. Yeah. Um, he, this is his area of expertise. I'm always glad when they have him on the show. I just don't know why they, I know that because it's because they're the stars and he's not, but he'll say something that he's actually worked for his whole life. And then they have three ancient, ancient astronaut theorists say the same thing with less, with less details and in a less interesting way, because he's actually pretty good for the camera, too. He's like very expressive and whatever, without seeming like a porn doctor, you know. Um, apparently, the disc could heal the sick, change the weather, alter the outcomes of catastrophes, and they could help shamans reach a higher plane of existence. So there was all sorts of uses for the sun disc. Ch uh, Childress chimes in again. Uh, so you have to wonder, was... The ink and golden disc, some kind of communication with the gods themselves. He doesn't really say much else after. The, I mean, he says that over and over in this yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, next segment starts with where's so where's this disc now, right? Yeah. Uh, they cut to Saxe Waman, which is about an hour away from Cori Concha Temple in Peru. Uh, in 2017, it's, and obviously it's like a day later from the. Or he's wearing yeah. the same shirt. I think it might be the same day, but um, Childress on location here. He's under Cusco, where you can do like a tour of all these tunnels. And he says, under Cusco, he's talking real fast in this mm -hmm. section too, like, as if like they're going to, like they snuck in or something like right, that. Right, right. But it also seems very hot, like he's sweating, so maybe he just wants to get the fuck out of there. But under Cusco, there are hundreds of tunnels, and some of them even intersect. I'm like, okay. <laughs> if there's hundreds, I would hope. Otherwise, that'd yeah, be yeah. a giant bunch of like racehorse tracks or something. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. like you'd think there'd be train tracks or mines something or something. Happening. Um, uh, Local legend suggests that the sun disk was transported out of the city through these tunnels, and there's been a lot of speculation of where it was taken, and treasure hunters that have been looking for its location for centuries. I would like to meet some of these treasure hunters. Treasure. But I think because they're probably stealing something, they don't want to be publicized, I guess. Right, but right. Um, Scottish hunky guy is on again, very dramatic. Um, uh, he talks about how the most popular theory in Peru, because of course, is that it was returned to Lake Titicaca from whence it came or whatever. A very like Excalibur style yeah. story. And um, uh, they, they've they talked about this before in older seasons, but they, they do a recap of like this Italian diving team. Uh, they were on search for free spaghetti. No, uh, yeah. I can say that every time. They were, uh, they were searching for uh, a, a supposed temple under the waters of Lake Titicaca because they found these like stones that were really old that looked like a pathway and they went down in the water and under the water they found a, like a huge like uh 650 square foot temple or something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um they found a shit ton of artifacts down there gold a lot of clay pots things like that all from like the height of the incan empire and uh they don't they don't find any discs um so but that's kind of where they leave it in in peru so then we cut over thank god nice little change yeah. of pace to America, thank God, land of the free. Don't wear representations of fear on your face. Yeah, sorry. Don't let them win. Soft bread. Um, but uh, we go to the Grand Tetons, the bustiest mountains oh, yes. in America. So the Grand Tetons into Wyoming. Why not Oming? Uh, in 1934, a guy named Guy Ballard <laughs> uh, wrote, <laughs> wrote a book or published a book called Original Unveiled Mysteries. He wrote it, and it got published in 34. He was a mining engineer in the Tetons, and he claims to have been taken into a secret entrance under the mountains. Just like the king under the mountain. Gimli? 
It was like, or no, it was, it was that Grunder. was from The Hobbit, right? Yeah, yeah, gl- uh, it was Grunder. Yeah. <laughs> Some of Grundle. <laughs> um, then this the the last third of the episode is a lot of Nick Redford in the bald Brit, mm-hmm. and I'm always happy to see him on. So, uh, he pronounces Ballard as so Ballard, uh, or says, or sorry, it's Ballard. They got to do the big hard A's in, like uh, in English, exactly. Ballard claimed that he was invited into the mountain by what today we would perhaps call extraterrestrials or aliens, and one of them showed him a secret opening. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find that funny when I wrote it, yeah, but now yeah, I'm reading. Yeah. Uh, and he was, <laughs> and he was taken down an extensive shaft, oh. <laughs> possibly to the depth of two thousand feet. They reached this particular room, which contained this large circular-shaped disc object. <laughs> and when Ballard asked questions about it. This higher entity said to him that it was essentially a guiding device which would have an effect on the human mind. Um, Wilcock says that Ballard couldn't have made this up because his, the details in his story, or his stories were so detailed. And I'm like, that's two this episode, Wilcock, right. where it's like, hey, so that means that you believe in Scientology because L. Ron Hubbard made his books so detailed about it. Like, he was a sci fi writer, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and he drips even wetter uh, right here. And he says, there may be an ability to take certain materials like gold and imbue them with thought. Uh, I think he says precious metals, actually. I paraphrase. Uh, Such that perhaps the high priest or priestess of that civilization could actually access the disc with a telepathic process and use that as a tuning fork or antenna Mm -hmm. to put them in contact with the higher consciousness. But then later he's like, he basically was saying, or sorry, earlier, he's like, it's like a smartphone, it's a computer. Either way, he's, his point ultimately is that it's a communication device, but now he's saying it's like the stone tape theory, where it's more metaphysical, where it's like, oh, they could put their put their consciousness in this thing, right? Um, but then I'm like, well, is that technological, or are you saying that it's magic? I mean, assuming it's it's technological, but he's just saying now it's telep- telepathy, and I don't know, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, but yeah. Um, Night Beacon Light said I should learn the Axel Foley song from Beverly Hills. Oh, stupid. <laughs> Got the beat right at least. You could probably find pictures where you could learn by looking at it, like guitar tabs or piano tabs. The Ball Brit kind of says the same thing here. And and Nick Redfern, again, is much more reasonable than I once thought he was, hearing him on Somewhere in the Skies and other shows. He is a little more on the Nick Pope side of things, yeah. But on as a private citizen, right? So he gets a little more into the weird shit, but um, he's also not limited like Nick Pope is yeah, to because yeah. he can't talk about some of the the deep state stuff in in England uh, in Merry Old where he was from. Um, but uh, Redfern says uh, maybe the discs are imbued with an extraterrestrial intelligence, which can essentially head outwards and be soaked in by us unknowingly, perhaps. So he's saying, like, maybe they're, like, not a virus, but just something that just, like, when you're in this ongoing frequency, you're going to, like, be uploaded this information mm-hmm. or something. There was, that It kind of seemed like maybe there was a, like, a very Assassin's Creed-style thing where, like, all of these old artifacts you hear about are actually these technological devices for mind control because the whole origin of that is, like, a mix of Graham Hancock with Sumerian shit. Yeah. Here's an ancient precursor race that's super smart. They created a race of humans to be slaves for them and needed to control them. So they created like 
um, the Apple of Eden and like all these other things yeah, and stuff yeah. too. Um, but it kind of added like added like a weird sinister element. Like, are they using these for mind control? Because it seems like humans don't really have a choice mm-hmm. once they're around these things too. They never really cut back though and said, "Oh, did Patacucci?" Pachacuti, sorry. <laughs> Patacucci. Patacucci. Yeah. <laughs> did he not have a choice to do what he was doing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, uh, 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 the, the second to last segment here is looping back to the Dropa Stones from the beginning, which are the metallic discs. Uh, June 2017, the satellite Voyager, which was launched in 1977 is officially in interstellar space. It was, I remember this news too, like it's out of our solar system. It's now the furthest thing we've ever sent out into space. We've never been past our solar system before. Um, So uh, the Voyager is also the device that uh, houses Carl Sagan's like golden record. There's the other guy too, I forgot his name, but they made the golden record and the like golden plate that have all the like information about humanity. It has sounds of people and and music and all this kind of stuff and the location of where earth is in the galaxy um oh this is where i was like wilcox started to look beefy and all that kind of shit um the ball bird is back here nick redfern he says uh i knew they were going to go this way too he's like i find it intriguing that if the uh if, if we're sending out this to share information with us out in the universe then it's entirely possible even logical that perhaps highly advanced aliens would do the same. And I'm like, it is and it isn't, because the key there is highly advanced. Right. We, compared to them, are not as highly advanced. So our best way of give of our most timeless way of setting this information out without being damaged by shit mm-hmm. was these gold because if nothing hits this thing and destroys it, that gold will not deteriorate for like four and a half billion years. It says it'll right, keep right. it'll keep the inscriptions. It won't fucking rust. It like whatever. So, um, but if these aliens could get here, if these are the same aliens that crash landed into a fucking cave ten thousand years ago, I think they're more advanced than they than to need a uh, like your your classic argument with Sterling. I don't think they need the physical media. I don't think the right, physical right, media right. is the most essential or even efficient thing Long lasting. to use. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the argument is always uh, downloading video games versus having the Blu-ray DVDs. Right, right, so, right. Um, I like my bookshelf to mm-hmm. have the boxes. Well, you shut to up. Sell it to GameStop. Oh. Which GameStop's going away in the next yeah, couple years. Sorry, guys. No I, no, I think they're fucked now. I love midnight releases. No, yeah. you didn't. You just wanted the video game. Well, well you want, no, you wanted the bonus package so you could split it up True. and sell it. <laughs> <laughs> the Classic. collector's mindset. Well, we yeah. would do that, uh, especially at the Microsoft store. They fucked mm. up a Groupon a few times and their redeemable points. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I got like... <laughs> How so? Because they did this Groupon where you could get like a $50 gift card for 25 and then they didn't redeem the gift, the, right. the Groupon thing, so I just kept using it. Right. Instead of one 20-minute, seven minutes in heaven session with Bill Gates... You got three. You got an hour oh, yeah. of seven minutes in heaven with him. For the price of 25 Yes. <laughs> it was still $3 billion. $25. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because uh, he donated all charity. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Uh, uh, impregnating with my dad says oh. hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the Twitch. Um, impregnating with my dad. So is this, a, I wonder if it's a female. Pregnant. I'm pregnant with my dad. I'm pregnant. Still just Sorry. as funny. <laughs> infamous versus <laughs> the infamous? Also, I'm pregnant with my dad implies a time paradox. <laughs> yeah, my daddy's inside of me. 
Well, they were at right. some point, too. Or I guess as but... a couple, they would say, hey, we're pregnant. Like, yeah, But okay. it's just her that's yeah, pregnant. Either so. way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, sorry, I lost my place. Um, in 1994, supposedly, the Dropodis that were on display... So again, this is where it's confusing too. Boy. Yes, uh, they were on display, even though at the beginning of the episode, it's like in 1958 the government confiscated them. Right. I guess then we're supposed to imply or infer that the government confiscated them so no one could study them, but they were still willing to put them in like officially government-sanctioned museums or something. They were on display at the the Bampo Museum in the Beijing area, and. Then they disappeared without a trace in 1994. There was two of them out of the 716 that were on display. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hartwig Hausdorff is on again here, and uh, he he's the one telling that story. He's like, I had a friend that was at the very museum, and he said that he went there to see the disc, but they said they disappeared the night before. And kind of implying, like, was it because someone from the West was going to go study these right, things right. or whatever? Um, but uh, he found out also from that same man that Soviet tests. Remember, the Soviets were good friends with the Chinese. They're all so red, all commies. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're friends with the with the the con- their fellow communists, their fellow comrades, and I guess the Chinese were willing to loan um, these discs to the Soviet scientists to study them. And uh, it was discovered that the they basically act like supercharged records, like like music records. So Wilcock kind of explains here. He says. Accredited scientists noticed that there was this weird electromagnetic current that was emitted from the Dropa stones while they were rotating. And if you put these stones onto a standard phonograph turntable, so your classic record player, and rotated them with the needle on them, they actually created electrical energy. So this is all hearsay from hearsay yeah. from a somehow overheard or, or 40 years later found Soviet-to-Soviet report or something you have to kind of think of a lot of these Soviet nations as like diet North Korea's at the time. They weren't going to let a lot of real news come out into the Western world. They were going to just paint the picture. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of privatized media that wasn't approved by the government. So all this has to be taken with a grain of salt. Um, I wish this were just, I wish this was like not in commie hands so that we could have actually studied one ourselves or whatever. But because at least if it was the American or European, you know, some free country's government, even if it was still lost or whatever. There might still be kind of a Project Blue Book-esque report on it that said, yeah. oh, some accredited scientist who isn't a communist with approved state, state-funded state fucking weird you know experiments that then who knows if you can publish the results. At least I could be like, oh, cool, maybe it actually happened right. in, a real, in a real government, I'll say. Um, buh, 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 buh. The disks were returned back to the Chinese before the electrical energy could be studied. Uh, and then now Wilcock is like, I think that that electrical energy was like a radio signal, kind of saying that that's what um, he and uh, that's what he he and Nick Redfern were describing, where it's like there's information in this electromagnetic field that it emits, and you can kind of absorb it if you're mm-hmm. close to it or something like that. Uh, the last little segment here, uh, they cut back to a very specific crop circle from 2002 in Winchester, England. Where it literally is like almost a graffiti esque or like a like a sticker art kind of like gray alien uh, like playing with depth like it's holding this disc up next to it like in the foreground and he's in the background it's a classic gray alien in the top third of this of this crop circle and there's a huge disc with binary code on there or I mean again they're always like they found out it was binary code I guess yeah. that kind of reminds me of the binary trinary. Re- <laughs> of the Rendlesham for- forest. Uh, 
guy where he's like, I thought in, I could read all this stuff in binary code in my head. And I'm like, okay, but without some sort of cipher, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't, but why, why is that binary code English? I don't yeah, know how yeah. you translate Again, that. Like, like, I, I guess our big question is like, how do you translate binary code? Is there like a known right. system that you just put it in and this is what comes back? Right. Like, there still has to be a cipher of some kind to base it off of. There's a lot of questions, yeah. I, 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 and again, honestly, I don't know how that right. all works. So if we I could just be wrong. put all those zeros and ones into a computer, right. will it give me a consistent read back? Right. Is it in a Filipino accent? Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, these programmers deciphered it, supposedly. And Love That Joker Linda comes on and, and says, she starts it off. She goes, when we translated that. And I'm like, you're not a programmer. Yeah. And I think she just means the Earth the people. people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, she says, when we translated that, it was a warning. And this is what it said. Beware of the bearers of false gifts and their broken promises. Much pain, but there's still time. There is good out there. We oppose deception, conduit closing. I like, I kind of hate the um, the very antiquated Morse code style technology speak of like, message begin. Da 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 da. Message end. It's like I don't think these advanced yeah. aliens would fucking write it like that. Like right, right. they're they're advanced enough to know that we're advanced enough to know that we don't go. Greeting begins. Hello, Stephen. Greeting ends. Like it's yeah. that. There's literally a fucking alien race in the Mass Effect games that they don't have any sort of expression on their face, so they have to say like, uh, you know, Hell happiness. Yeah. Greetings, Commander Shepard. I am. And then like he'll ask a question. Nervous rebuttal, da, 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 and they're like, it's kind of funny. It's meant to be kind of right, funny, right, but right. like, I don't. Again, this is so <laughs> analog that it looks right. fake. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. And also, again, the art style of the alien, it even has like a right. three quarter view, and it looks like a t shirt logo or this something, is, you know? Honestly, I think this is all a pile of shit. I, and I also don't think aliens would say there is good out there. Yeah. And <laughs> like, not clarify is it the alien? Is it the disc? Is right. it the information? Like, that is what the question is they bad? ask, too. Like, yeah. What, that will get, yeah, because they go, like, what is it talking right. about? It's like, no. They would be, if they were. Trying to send us a message, they would not do it in some fucking field, right? Where we'd have to figure out, <laughs> right? Looking from above, what it says, put it right. in a fucking. Because you have uh, to give them credit that they know machine, right? They would. Then, they know that we're advanced yeah. enough to understand more more advanced right. things than dirt and plant messages. Yeah. You well, know, and well, the fact that it goes from dirt to plant to some computer right. that has some telepathic computers and genetic altering. Wi-Fi well, signals yeah, and shit just, like that, you know. Well, and the fact that you have to put these zeros and ones into right. the system, <laughs> it's like, okay, so we went from like dirt and plants, right? To now you're gonna have to put it in this fucking computer, right? And then you're gonna have to like figure out this ambiguous right. thing. Like, no, if they're gonna send this message, they're gonna be very direct. If they're gonna speak right. English, they're going to know what they're saying. <laughs> if they're fucking telepathic, if they're advanced enough, they've been studying us forever. They would know to write it in English or some universal language yeah, yeah. that we would. They'd write it in Latin or some fucking yeah, shit. But yeah, also, yeah. they know that this Gold area is Latin. an area called England. We'll write it in this, yeah. like, you know. So, um, or that that's what the media will spread. Will spread the it's most. Just so, yeah, exactly. It's, so. It like literally is fucking dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, they ask the same question though. It's like, are the are the Greys the one that are bad and deceiving, or yeah, are they yeah. the good guys, or right. something? Um, Childress chimes in again and says. This could possibly be a warning for us. It's like, okay, they've said that for five minutes now. Uh, I wrote, why did Childress 
need to mansplain what Linda just said. I said Childress is canceled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Medallion Man uh, and and uh, I was gonna say Jeremiah because I said Drip. Uh, Medallion Man and Wilcock kind of finish us off here. <laughs> uh, Medallion Man says uh, these discs could be the center point of our extraterrestrial study. In fact, they could be the aliens themselves. And Wilcock drips and says, there is a very strong likelihood that these discs are bringing us closer together and creating a bridge between our world and the world beyond. So they kind of end on a on a, a hopeful note. They, for once, don't like um, get all sinister at the end with Clotworthy, where it's like, one of these discs are controlling us, or something like that. But um, yeah, the next uh, episode... I didn't fucking write it down. It's the season finale. Um, but uh, let me, hold on, hold on. I'm almost come on, there. Come hold on, on. Vamp for me, Steve. Come on. Come on, you're going to feel Talk about your UTV. Fucking good time. Vamp for me. Hey, audience, you're going to feel fucking good oh, time. You're going to feel, <laughs> feel much good time. Yes. Time is much. Oh, yeah, it's a, a return to Capacli Tape. Yeah. And the preview features... Uh, Cockney Collins right from the start. So right. he's a big go back to the tap ahead. I hope that the episode is about, hey, here's all the new evidence since last time we focused on go back to the tap like five years right, ago. Right, so, right. Um, And then what's cool about this being the season finale is that in two weeks when we come back with season 13, those episodes start in April of 2018. In the time of the season finale for next week, it was September 15th, 2017. Just a few short weeks after that, we started Beer There Drunk That, our first podcast. And then about eight weeks after that, we started Probing Ancient Aliens. So season 13, like I think I said when we first started the show, like kind of like saying, hey, it's, it'll be cool when we kind of catch up to when we started these seasons that are the new episodes on now. We're going to be looking for little references to our podcast because we know we've had pr- a pretty big effect on oh, yes. the production studio oh, yes. over there. <laughs> I think if we had a big enough effect, we'd get a cease and desist about our logo and other shit like that. But <laughs> Or an invite to something. <laughs> <laughs> it would be nice to go to those Prometheus Entertainment parties I've heard so much about. At least to be invited. I don't know if we go, but just to know they want us. <laughs> like a bitchy old <laughs> yeah, married yeah. couple. <laughs> um Oh, Kevin Burns, he just forgets about us. I think he forgot that we got him there, okay? okay. We fed him all that food. he's not Ken Burns. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Which I think, other than himself, we've probably explained that more to his benefit on this show. Yeah, I had someone at our work, and I didn't realize what he was saying (laughs) until I told you later. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Um, what makes him up. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for telling your friends about Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, Listen to Beard or Drunk, that our other podcast uh, on the same podcast services that Probing Ancient Aliens is on, except Spotify. And, um, yeah, f- follow us on social media at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook at Probing Aliens on Twitter. And like I said at the top of the show, support, support us, us at, at patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens, where for five bucks a month or more, you get two exclusive podcasts every month. And if you sign up now, you can pay five bucks and get almost 50 episodes of content that's like... Probably 200 hours of content on there at this point. So, um, yeah, other than that, fuck you. Bye. Bye. Bye.